0: Yeah! we had another shark attack last night. Where? At Old Beach. A woman. A certain Katie Adams. I sent a couple of my men down to check it out. Well, if the territorial theory is correct and what I assume is true, there's going to be a lot of trouble down there, Francis. Billy, what do we know about sharks? Well, we know that they're a sort of locomotive with a with a mouth full of butcher's knives. And all they really know how to do is is swim, eat, and make baby sharks. And that's all. So if we were to have the regatta, it would be like saying, help yourself, chows on And there are only two ways to get rid of them. Kill them, or starve them.
1: Welcome to this episode of the Movie Planet podcast. I am David and this is my wife, Sherry. And on this episode, we'll be covering the film Cruel Jaws, aka Jaws 5, from 1995. I'm going to pass it along to Sherry with her history on this film. I think I know your history on this one, but I'm just very curious to share it with the audience.
2: I had never heard of it.
1: <laughs> you not had-
2: <laughs> Yeah, so I've seen it like three times. We watched it years ago. I think. And then... Now,
1: I think I'm going to give you your history on this one. Oh,
2: okay.
1: From what I remember, I was watching this Blu-ray or something one night. You know, I'm up all night usually because I, I work a night schedule. And I posted that I was watching it. And all of a sudden, you come out of the bedroom about four in the morning. Um, yeah. And you're like, what is this movie you were watching? <laughs> Cruel Jaws. And I told you kind of what it was. She said, I want to watch it. So I literally watched it twice that night.
2: I remember that.
1: Yeah. Because you got so upset with yourself because you had to work <laughs> that next morning. And I think that's what I remember of your history of this movie when you first watched it. Because you wanted to watch it.
2: Well, look at that poster. Well, it's... I mean, you can't resist that.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i remember of your your history of it you're
2: right i remember that i must have blocked that out
1: you enjoyed it but you regretted (laughs) getting up to watch it at that time because you had to work that following morning from what i remember was your first viewing of it and you've watched a course i said a few times after that
2: twice for the podcast yes
1: so i guess that is your history and i gave you you gave me my history i gave you your history Okay, my history with this one is this is one I'd heard about for years, but i never seen. And I remember the first time I watched it, I watched it on YouTube, but it was only put up on there. And you know how YouTube used to only put things, like if it was a longer video, they would only put it up in like 10-minute chunks? Yeah. Okay, I watched it like that. Oh, like God. a number of years ago. I think this was back before you and I got married, mm-hmm. when I was living at my apartment. And I just watched it like that, oh. and because I remember it had Japanese subtitles on the <laughs> bottom of it. I guess somebody put their old Japanese copy and posted it on YouTube like that. Because I'd heard about, it, I'm like, and the movie was just as out there as I'd heard it was. That was the last time I would seen it up until you know it got finally a good release on a uh, you know Blu-ray, and I think you can watch it now like on sites like Tubi and everything but yeah. like I said it's easier it's more accessible now <laughs> than it was back then.
2: I was looking at the IMDB it's not rated.
1: Yeah and that's weird because I've seen some sites that rated at PG-13 and stuff like that. so I don't know that this was ever submitted to a ratings board so I feel like the unrated thing is probably more plausible than a PG-13. Yeah I mean my history is pretty short and sweet on this because like I said I didn't see this film up until... Probably about 12 13 years ago if not longer than that you know i didn't have like a childhood history with this one because of course it came <laughs> out in 95 and i was into my 20s at that time so
2: and we'll talk about the how weird that it yeah was we'll, filmed we'll, in 95.
1: We'll, we'll get into that <laughs> as we go as we go yes but that is uh my history on this one and what we're going to do here is we're going to drop the trailer and we're going to come back with the cast and crew for what they are and uh we'll be back shortly
0: rubbish boy this is not the place nor the time
1: I guess we're going to start out with the director here who has the most credits. Bruno Mattei. I've heard it pronounced both ways. William Snyder? Well, that's... um,
2: Oh, Was uh, he in the movie?
1: No. Uh, William Uh, Snyder is, I guess, sometimes when they do Italian movies, they'll put an American name on it so (laughs) it don't sound Italian. (laughs) You know, and I'm thinking that's what that is. I never could really find any reason why that was there. But I guess we'll go with Bruno Mattei. You know, I've heard Mattei. Mattei. He is a director who is basically a rip-off artist. Uh, director. He's made films such as Strike Commando, Shocking Dark, aka Terminator 2, which was made two years before Terminator I 2. The
2: poster.
1: I got the movie on Blu-ray. Oh. Uh, Zombie: The Beginning. Rats. Night of Terror. Robo War which I believe is his Terminator not Terminator his Predator ripoff movie and he was an uncredited director on Zombie 3 after I think Fulci had to drop out of Zombie 3 and he came in and directed the most I think
2: of it. I remember you saying that during yeah. our zombie podcast
1: and he directed one of a film I remember watching when I was a kid Hell of the Living Dead he's a director you will have to take for what he is that's all I can say. If you are if you are offended by rip-off movies, avoid his movies like The Plague.
2: He worked up to the near he died.
1: Yeah, and I was going to say he passed away in 2007. Yeah. So he was literally working up until the point that he passed on. I'll get into it later. Later, as far as you know, what my what my overall thoughts are on this movie, but I will say, for a ripoff artist, I do enjoy a lot of his movies for <laughs> what they are. But okay, now the cast here is going to be kind of short and sweet. This cast is, I'm assuming, people who were community theater actors.
2: That makes so much sense, or
1: something like that, because yes. okay, I'm going to go into one here: David Luther, uh, who played Francis burger in the movie one credit after this only the strong mm-hmm. and i don't even know if his part in that was that big so there, there you go that's that's his outside the cruel jaws and that one that's it okay george barnes jr as sam lewis counting cruel jaws uh something called south beach and v8 dv8 that was his credit then that's it got silveria is bob uh Sorenson. I guess uh, that's Hulk Hogan's son in this movie. We'll get to Hulk Hogan in a minute. His only credit, Cruel Jaws.
2: Yeah, I was having a hard time keeping up with the names in the movie. So I just, I put them as who they look like. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I
1: understand that. <laughs> Kristen Urso, uh, Susie, Cruel Jaws. Only credit. Richard Dew is Dag Sorensen. This is uh, our, my favorite character in the movie, the Hulk Hogan lookalike. Hey, outside of Cruel Jaws, two movies. Shadow Warriors 1 and 2. Now I'm gonna come back to him in my trivia about those two movies. And I, cause it got me curious and I went down a, a Richard do rabbit hole uh, last night at work, you know, kind of looking up some stuff, and yeah, it was a little interesting. Okay. Sky Palma is Glenda. Two movies, Dark Queen and 411 and Cruel Jaws. So a lot easier notice than only the Cruel Jaws mm-hmm. and maybe one or two little things after that.
0: Yeah.
1: And to Let's see here, Norma J. Nishima, I want to say that's her name, is Vanessa, Cruel Jaws. Only credit.
0: Only credit. Only
1: credit. Uh, Greg Hood, Bill Morrison, in the film. Only one film outside Cruel Jaws, Miami Models, which is pretty self-explanatory of a title. I'm assuming it's about models in Miami. And finally, I have Carter, I think Collins, as Ron Lewis, Cruel Jaws, and Nina Takes a Lover. And I think he has a small part now. So, basically, these are actors I'm assuming are either amateur actors in Florida or like community theater actors.
2: And they just got them for this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they just got them for this. Because none of these actors really went on to any other films. They ain't saying that they don't still do plays. And things like that. But I'm assuming a lot of these actors were like community theater and things like that. That
0: would
1: Uh, make sense. It definitely makes sense judging by this. But then again, I think this movie might have been dubbed. So I don't know. um, You know, I don't know if that's their actual speaking voices in this movie either. I guess that's pretty much it for the cast for me, unless you got something you want to add to it. No. All right. All right. Cruel Jaws. Everybody sit back for this.
2: lay down so uh, yeah, you don't get lightheaded.
1: Uh, yeah, I know. This is going to be a bumpy ride here. Okay, we hard cut into the movie because mm-hmm. there's no real setup for this. This movie just starts. I mean, I do admire, it. you know, it don't there's no like easing you into the movie. You're just dropped right in. Yeah. Okay.
2: You see like a boat. There's a doing. boat
1: there's a boat on the water and it's like um uh, and there's some divers on the boat and you have this captain who's like just this old grizzled man.
2: Yeah, they're like wearing scuba suits. They're about to dive.
1: They're about to dive in. And these guys are named, I think it's Pop, Paco, Paulo, and Jose.
2: They're talking about finding something that'll make them rich.
1: Yeah, they're talking that there's like a Navy, a boat, a sunken Navy boat down yeah. there that they want to, I guess, basically go down into it and plunder the stuff out of it that's going to make them rich. You know, they got dollar signs in their eyes, basically. <laughs> they dive into the water. And they're swimming down, and then we get the title, Cruel Jaws. (laughs) No Jaws 5 on this, just Cruel Jaws. I
2: call Cruel Jaws, CJ. Well,
1: that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, just give him a shorter name. Give
2: him a cool name.
1: Yep, CJ, Cruel Jaws. Nothing wrong with that. And they're swimming around and everything, and the captain is on board, you know, moseying around. He is chewing Red Man tobacco.
2: And drinking beer. And
1: drinking is was it beer or vodka? Like um, a bottle of vodka or something. Mm. And I'm like that's a how- that's a man's man Ugh. right there because you're getting that tobacco juice down your throat Ugh. and you're drinking vodka with it. Have
2: you ever been around somebody that's used... Yes. Oh, gross. Yeah.
1: I tried it one time Ugh. when I was a kid just to see what it was like. It
2: just makes me sick. There's the smell of it. Yeah, I,
1: I did it one time. Never again. I was like, nope, that, that's that's more than enough. My
2: dad had a friend that he just carried a cup all the time yeah. and would spit in it. Yeah. It was like, oh, God. Yeah,
1: yeah that's that's gross. I mean, Ugh. I couldn't do it. But this man right here, he's... a uh, That's brutal. I couldn't see chewing tobacco and drinking vodka but yeah, he's a man's man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The ship, it's like clearly a model.
1: It makes me wonder, we're going to, I tried to do this when I was watching the film the other night To try to pick up on all the stolen footage from the movie, and I kind of gave up after a little bit (laughs) because I I, I, so much. Yeah, there's so much I lost count. This might be stolen footage from some other movie. I'm not 100% sure. It looked like I've seen it somewhere else. What you were saying, yeah, it's like a model of a boat that's up underwater. And it looks about as rough as that one in Ghost Galleon, that third uh, Blind Dead movie. That might be that might be the Ghost Galleon uh, <laughs> down there. They are going around into this boat. I guess they're looking for their treasure, quote unquote, what they think they're going to find. treasure. And they're looking around and all of a sudden one of them turns and there's a shark like right outside.
2: Yeah, CJ just comes out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: he's just there. He's there just staring like, what are y'all doing in my house? Yeah, there's Basically. no
2: mis- you know, mystery to the shark I no. mean we're literally like five minutes in. He it, just bust up on the scene.
1: Yeah. These guys are of course freaking out, which naturally you would do. And then the shark is doing something weird where he's almost like barricading them.
2: Yeah, he's busting rocks with his nose and he's making like a
1: Barricading them, burying their way. them
2: in there where they can't get out.
1: Yeah, or their their way that they were gonna get out, they can't get out from there. It's like the shark is almost smart.
2: Yeah, he's like strategic.
1: Like a deep blue sea shark. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they're doing that of course they're like oh you know <gasps> they're screaming to say these shark effects are dodgy is being kind but it
2: looks like he's paper mache a little bit in like places fiberglass yeah in
1: places yeah no doubt this is about time the captain is like radio to him. Saying, well, um, y'all need to hurry up and get up here. Y'all only have three minutes of air yeah, left, left in, in their, their tanks. tanks. Yeah. So they must have been down there for a while. Divers are trying to get out of there and they're scrambling out of there. And I think they finally find a way out. And then as they swim out of this other place, I guess the shark was like waiting on that other side for them to come out. <laughs> Paco and Jose are done.
2: Yeah, this shark in this movie, he just, just eats people continuously.
1: Well, yeah. And like I said, our two divers are uh, shark food. They're done. And then the captain is like looking around. He's—I think he's trying to radio him and call. And then the shark just comes out of the uh, water and rams and, the boat. And, well, you, yeah, and you don't see this. I guess this is a way to save money. All you see <laughs> is the captain like scream like, oh! And then we, <laughs> then we hard cut to an R. Like, I guess was it RV?
2: It's like an RV on a like a. Bridge, yes, like Florida,
1: yes, in Florida. Wait, Miami, yes. uh I want to say maybe Miami. I'm not 100 sure. And it's going down the road there. And then this is when we're introduced to Billy and Vanessa. Vanessa,
2: he's like a nerd.
1: Yeah, he's a, what I call the poor man, Carrie Elways, And <laughs> anybody who's watched the original Saul and Princess Bride yes! and everything, that's who he reminds me just of. Slap some
2: does. glasses on him.
1: Yeah, Dr. Gordon from uh, <laughs> Saul. Saul. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Princess Bride. That's who he reminded me of. He's like, just the poor man, Carrie Elways. <laughs> so you might hear me refer to him as that in the movie, but it's <laughs> Billy. You know, they're driving. Vanessa's like basically saying, you know, I hope we're going to actually be able to spend time together this time because... She
2: bitches at him the whole movie yeah. about, like, his career.
1: Apparently, last time they was down there, uh, I can't remember specifically, they said something like... It was a year ago or two years ago, and there was some kind of killer whale issue. Oh,
2: and he ran off to do that, and he left her behind.
1: So is there a prequel
2: to Cruel Jaws <laughs>
1: called uh, Cruel Whales and, that we didn't see with him down there? No, I wonder no. if it was like a prequel film, like The Hobbit, with, um, <laughs> with our character Martha. Billy doing, um, <laughs> doing killer whale stuff. You know, and Vanessa bitching at him the whole time. And, of course, you know, he says, no. Now, here's a weird thing to me. They're saying, yeah, we'll go out and do this, and we'll go disco to the disco.
2: Yeah, because this whole movie looks like it's filmed like in the 70s.
1: Yeah, it's 70s or 90s. 80s. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I, I tried to find a specific time this, this thing was filmed, and I never could get a bead on it. I almost feel like this film was shot 10 years before it was actually shot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that to be truthful but I, i'm <laughs> leaning toward that
2: so they're talking about stopping off and seeing somebody visiting yeah somebody
1: yeah he's got some friends at uh this i guess water park water or park yeah, yeah, yeah marina uh, yeah marina and then they stop there then we cut to a scene we see inside like a water park you know or yeah and there's a uh, dolphins performing a little
2: girl like swimming with dolphins
1: yeah yeah she's swimming with them and you know there's a, like a little bit of an audience there I, uh, you know don't like it's like a booming
2: place this is like i made a note in my notes about how they just stand around and stare weird <laughs> yeah. at each other and yeah. this is like where the acting's really strange
1: yeah i i don't there's a lot of choices in this movie i don't know that i can blame the actors or the direction
2: it's like they're trying to be dramatic but they're really bad at it
1: (laughs) yeah yeah either that or that was a bad take and they decided to put it in the movie because sometimes you'll get a few takes but i think movies like this you get one maybe two takes to do it right and if you don't sorry we're moving along you know we got other stuff to shoot we got 50 pages to do today or something like that. So I think that's probably what some of this might be. But they go inside the park and the girl is taken out of the water.
2: You all. she's in a wheelchair.
1: And she, yeah, and she's a wheelchair bound girl. Now stopwatch for people watching this movie. You know this little girl is going to go into the water with the shark at some point. <laughs> Because that's going to happen. So cue up your watches right here because it's going to happen as soon as you see this. Because when I first watched this movie and I seen them pull that little girl out of the water in a wheelchair, I said, that wheelchair is going to roll down something and she's going to end up in the water with a shark at some point in this movie.
2: And <laughs> This is another scene where Vanessa looks at her. The little girl said, oh, you." before she even got out of the water, she said, oh, you came back, Vanessa. So she's met her before, right? Yeah the expression on Vanessa's face is like she's looking at her like oh she's in a wheelchair like like she's in shock and but i'm like you've met her before
1: yeah, but, now, was there something that was established later that there was, like, a recent accident? Oh, where, maybe
2: that's what it was, yeah, that her and, but mother. she has but
1: she hasn't seen her since she was uh, in an accident. Maybe
2: that's what it is. That, that's still weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, the expression was a little over the top. They didn't I really say that. I
2: think the mom got killed. There was some kind of accident, and the little girl was paralyzed, and the mom was killed.
1: Yeah, but, of course, this is where we're introduced to her dad, whose name is Dag. And this is Hulk Hogan. This is, a I guess, Wish.com Hulk Hogan, or... <laughs> whatever you want to call it, or <laughs> mini Hulk Hogan. I've heard a number of different people say the same thing, and, you know, I remember reading a lot of... Um reviews of this blu-ray at the time when it came out you know from people on facebook and mm-hmm. they was calling him mini hulk hogan and everything <laughs> so i'm like yeah I, that tracks
2: he does look a lot like him oh
1: god yeah it's 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 scary <laughs> how much he looks like hulk hogan dag is basically like the run he runs the park he kind of owns the park and everything and he's you know shooting a shit with uh billy and all that when they come in <laughs> and about the time the sheriff shows up
2: yeah, because they're, they're having a talk, like they're sitting at like a, a table with an umbrella over yeah. it. And they're, they're talking about what's going on with the park. And obviously they're having financial problems. Oh well, yeah. And he's like, oh, they'll be okay. But then immediately the sheriff walks up with a eviction notice. An eviction notice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, you've got 30 days to vacate the park.
2: And, and Dax is like, that's fine. Like, I don't blame you to the sheriff. He said, we've been friends for a long time, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, establishing that they've known each other, yeah. you know, for a while. But um, then he's
2: like, 30 days is a long time. A, long, a lot can happen.
1: And it does. <laughs> um,
2: he has three months.
1: He's only three months behind, but the owner wants 15 months of advanced rent.
2: I don't, I didn't take it that way. I took it as this, there's the way that they... The dialogue in this movie is very strange the way it's written. I was thinking that that boy when he said that he meant like stressing that it's going to take as much as 15 years to get him to let us stay. Okay. You know what
1: I mean? I mean, I was hoping it was something like that because when I heard that, I'm like, that didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> that's just... I mean, I'm like, 15 months of advanced rent. That's almost 15 years. Oh, I, I heard 15 months. I guess it made sense. You said 15 it.
2: years? I thought that was what it was funny wow. about.
1: Oh, that is, that's very, yeah. Either way, it sucks. I
2: wow. think it was another stab at dramatic acting and it just fell. And it just the fell, water. fell through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then we cut to a couple on the beat. Yeah, Yeah. running across the beach. And doesn't this one guy, like, kick sand on another and then the guy wants to start some static or something? The one
2: guy, what's his name?
1: Oh. Um, I
2: call him Bruce Jenner because he looks like Bruce Jenner to me.
1: Now, was that him?
2: Back in the day, yeah.
1: Okay, I didn't realize he was the one that found the body.
2: He was with the girl. Oh, okay. He was running with some girl and he runs by this other group of people that are sitting on the beach and he barely kicks sand on the guy. Mm. And the guy stands up and is like... What did he say? Go bust somebody else's balls! Oh. Like, he barely kicked in on you, man.
1: Okay, I didn't. I totally didn't even realize that was him. I guess I didn't notice.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody in this movie is very nondescript, and yeah, so and
2: they were friends. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, there is a lot of weird mood swings around people and stuff like that in this movie. We'll get to some of that later on.
2: I find it funny because he keeps saying to his sister, "Quit being emotional." He goes from like three. To ten. In no time. In no time. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I know, I definitely noticed that. He's a that. bit emotional. A, a, a smidge. And this couple just keeps running down the beach, and then of course they find a body of, I guess, one of the scuba divers that was uh, uh, taken out by cruel jaws.
2: Yeah, and this is um like that scene, like such like the scene in the original Jaws where they found the hand and yeah, all yes. of the girl.
1: Yep, that's it. And then next... Um,
2: Billy comes up Billy comes up and, and looks at the body and he says it looks like a shark attack they'll need an autopsy yeah they'll need an
1: autopsy to be Billy's
2: sure. so like he just talks like he's so knowledgeable but he's just so his acting's really bad yeah and he's um, just like it, it's, it looks like a shark to me but it could have been a killer whale yeah even though they're in tropical waters. well he
1: was there last year or so for a uh, killer, killer whale, whale.
2: Like, he should know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, there's a prequel movie we didn't see with Billy against the uh, killer whales or whatever. I mean, whatever
2: perhaps we would have understood Billy better.
1: Well, that was a movie missing in this series. <laughs> of course, you know, next we cut to the autopsy. Ew. Room. And they're putting that, uh, God, I never can remember the name it was like of It like Vicks
2: Vapor Rub. It's
1: like some kind of stuff that you put up under your nose so, so you you're not smelling. smell.
2: Oh, God, I'd fall out. And
1: now, here's the. Here, now, I'm going to point this out about this scene. It takes them longer to put the stuff up <laughs> under their nose. And then, all the guy doing the autopsy looks at it and says, This is a shark attack. There was no real thorough once over of this body. They so, sit there. And would put you them,
2: even need to do all that?
1: Yeah, because they all. Take
2: this damn
1: thing and put it up under their nose. And very it shows
2: each one of them one at a time.
1: That takes longer than <laughs> then all of a sudden the guy in autopsy. Yeah, it's a shark attack. <laughs> and I'm just like, you didn't even have to go through all this. You could just look at <laughs> and say, yeah, sure.
2: Did they even need to be mm-hmm. in the room with yeah, you? Yeah,
1: that's what I know. This is the quickest see thing I have ever seen in my life in a movie. I
2: don't even think they cut into him. Yeah, they
1: didn't do anything. He just looked at him. I could have told you that. And I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> okay, then we kind of cut to the mayor and the sheriff and all that. And, of course, they want to close. The, uh, the sheriff wants to close the beach.
2: Yeah, because of the attack. Yeah. He's worried about the public.
1: Yeah, basically uh, look to Jaws for a better version of this scene. But yeah. here's uh, what we have here.
2: Because this guy is like the representation of like the mayor. Yeah. And dolls.
1: And of course we have Billy there, kind of backing the sheriff up. Yeah. yeah. Kind of need to close the beaches. You know, of course this goes like you're going to expect it to go. Mm-hmm. Basically, the rich people in town and everybody else are going to want this beaches open because they got some kind of r- regala.
2: Was it the, the surfing? It's like Air wind, 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 surfing? wind surfing. I think
1: that's why it's called wind surfing.
2: Oh, but it was also this scene where Billy makes this dramatic speech about the CJ being a tiger shark. Yeah, and he's clearly a great white. Yeah, a paper mache great white. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have stripes.
1: Billy might know about whales, but so he know I about
2: question sharks. Billy's credibility.
1: Yeah. Well, Billy might know about whales, but not sharks.
2: He don't openly. know anything about women either.
1: Uh well, uh yeah, yeah, that I can I can agree with you on that. And then uh, next uh, we cut to Is this where we cut back to the beach? Yeah, and this is Bruce yeah.
2: Jenner. I don't know who that is. It's this little crony that's always with yeah, him. I, can't I don't write, know his name. I, I didn't have his name. I didn't even write down names I, other than the Vanessa and Billy and Bobby.
1: Well, it took me a few times to get the names right because they don't establish these characters no. terribly well. You had to really sit down and listen like, okay, this is who this is. This is who this is.
2: So it shows, I just call him Bruce Jenner, that other guy. They're sitting there gawking at women. Yeah. Walking yeah, up the beach. Yeah. And then your three main girls that are in this come up. It's Vanessa. And Glenda. Glenda and the short-haired one.
1: The one that's uh want the is it Juliet and the Romeo and Juliet story that we're about to deal with? No, no. that's Glenda. Oh that's Glenda. Yeah. No,
2: Glenda's right. the short haired one. What's the the girl with the uh, that's in love with Gloria. Billy. Gloria. Or Bobby. Gloria. Gloria. Yeah. Yeah, she's got a thing for Hulk Hogan's son. Yeah, yeah. And she stops to talk to him, but Bruce Jenner's her brother. You can tell by the expression on his face when he sees his sister talking to that girl, because there's obviously this kind of bad relation between Hulk Hogan and his dad, their dad.
1: Yes. that's yeah.
2: I guess it's because the whole park thing, they're about to take that park from them. Um, it's a real estate thing. They're the spoilt rich people yeah, on I the mean, island. Yes.
1: We're getting into a class issue on the island here, or on or in Miami. Yeah. It ain't really an island, but you know these these two assholes are hitting on girls and kind just talking all kinds of shit. And they call them these girls call them dick dick faces or dickheads or
2: something <laughs> like that. She's, You're a dick face. You're a dick face.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very classy.
2: <laughs> I cannot wait to use that. Well, somebody oh,
1: I'm sure you'll get ripe opportunities <laughs> to do it.
2: Oh, she called him Dick Brains.
1: Dick Brain. There you You're are,
2: Dick Brains.
1: Yeah, and I think Gloria's brother kind of
2: he comes over there to get in Billy's face, yeah. Bobby's face. Yeah, and he he shoves her.
1: Yeah, tells her to go. Tells home. her to
2: quit being emotional
1: and go home and
2: go home or something like that. Yeah, did he hit her?
1: Not yet. Not, this, this isn't the scene. This later on. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, she gets
2: smacked several times.
1: Yeah, she she gets uh, popped. Then we cut back to a scene of...
2: um Bruce Jenner's with his dad.
1: Yeah, he's at home with his dad. And, he's, you know, he talks about how they're wanting to close down the beaches and everything, you know, for that. And, you know, due to a shark. And the weird thing is the, the Bruce Jenner-looking guy... Says, you know, I think Dag is the cause for all of this shark business. I guess, like, he brought the shark in just to, for some malicious purposes or something. I don't know. It's very weird. He's going um, to
2: put him in this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. It was just very weird. I'm it's just like,
2: like, you get to pay like $5 to get in the water and get eaten by the shark.
1: Yeah. He keep it. I ain't doing that.
2: But Bruce, he also tells his dad that about his sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like another and thing. Like, in Bobby.
1: Yeah. Yeah and you know he's definitely not pleased with that and then we cut to some um another couple out on the beach and i'm gonna state right here too this is some of the worst day for night shooting since the beast must die (laughs) you know uh because you can tell this is another one of the cases where we had the day for night filter put over the camera and this is passable at you know and i'm being generous for that
2: yeah, and I wrote, I wrote a note about how tan everybody is in this movie. And, like, all the men have, like, this really but, platinum blonde hair. Like, sun-bleached hair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A uh, number of them do. Yeah, Except you're right.
2: one girl in this movie.
1: Who's very pale.
2: She's very pale. She doesn't fit in.
1: Yeah, I know. She's very... It, it'd be about, like, me hanging out with these people. I know. You know, where I'm so, like, white, I'm transparent. And, anyway, this couple's out on the beach. And, naturally, they do the natural thing. She gets in the water. Is he, like, Swedish? Because he's like,
2: I don't want
1: to go into the water or something like he, that.
2: Like, they're in it's the beach. And he's like, it's cold.
1: Oh, and I'm sorry for my terrible southern Swedish accent if everybody just heard that. Yeah, yeah, he just about the water being cold. He just puts his foot in there. It. Oh, it's cold. There's another one. And she's just like, you know, you big baby, get in here and shut up. And then we see some stolen footage from jaws yes of the girl at the start swimming in the water where it was like overhead and the yep. shark is up under there okay mm-hmm. there's one instance of some uh footage that i do remember yeah. seeing
2: and cj's on his way
1: yeah he's there then she kind of looks around and she's like he gets finally does get his ass in the water and then mm-hmm. she's like where are you we where get a fake out scene yeah because he jumps up behind her in the water and scares her and you everything think it's cj's pulled her yeah, out yeah but it's not it's him Okay, and then about the time they're starting to swim, she starts getting like attacked.
2: Yeah, CJ takes her down.
1: Yeah, I like how he doesn't even bother to save her. Oh, up. he
2: books it. Yeah, he gets the
1: hell out of the water. <laughs> <He> bu- <laughs> yeah,
2: but he's he's screaming over his shoulder, whatever her name was. I don't know. I
1: don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I like how. Yeah, I like how he uh, was the very chivalrous man there, and he's like, I will save my woman. And now, <laughs> uh, uh, No now he was like, which fucking way can I get out of here? So you know. <laughs> while he's eating her dumb ass i can uh get out of here you know so ladies i think he's uh, he's available so you, you know if you want a man who's gonna stand by you through thick and thin that's the one
2: he looks like your typical beach guy you know he's got tan really tan and blonde but if that water's cold and he's dumb and he's dumb uh, yeah. yeah
1: he's dumb and then we cut back to the next day and we're back at the uh, marina, the water park. And the little girl Susie uh, is feeding uh, dolphins and, and seals. Stuff. And yeah. seals. You know, she's throwing fish around to feed them. And then uh, her father, uh, um, Wish.com uh, Hulk Hogan, comes up and tells her, Hey, you know, we need to go and wrap things up for a day. It's time to go. And, you know, of course, she, she's the whiny little kid who doesn't want to go. Doesn't
2: want to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah.
1: or go home in general. And then we cut to. Bobby. Uh, and- uh, yeah, and then we're there. And apparently, Gloria works at the
2: park. She did?
1: Yeah, because she was there a number of times. And she kind of, I mean, I don't know. She kind of works there, or just hangs out there with the Oh, Bob I thought she and-
2: Watching the little girl,
1: or yeah, or or maybe as part of it too. I kind of got gathered that maybe she did kind of do a little bit of work there too.
2: Well, she had to be there for some reason. That's how she met Bobby. Yeah,
1: Paul Hogan tells uh, Bob, you know, like you know, just go and uh, get ready, to go and take Gloria home. Gloria and Bob are walking on the beach and, you know, talking about coupley things mm. and everything else about how they should, I think the kind of along lines of they should just go and leave town together and stuff like that and that oh, kind yeah. of thing. Run away together. But, yeah. Then this is about the time where her brother pulls up.
2: Just immediately. With,
1: uh, yeah, some friends in a Jeep. And they're all dressed in black like they're up to something anyway. Like
2: ninjas or something.
1: Yeah. And this is the scene where, you know, he walks up. Now it's very weird how protective he is of her. It kind of gave me it's creepy vibes, very creepy vibes. But I don't know. And he hits her. Well, yeah, because she, you know, he, uh, his friends grab uh, Bob. She's trying to stop him. And naturally, he, what like you said, smacks the hell out of her and tells her, go home. Yeah, yeah, you know, get home, woman. Now,
2: yeah, he stands there and he goes, go home. Yeah, and then she walks a little away from him. And she turns around. and He goes, go home.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now.
2: I just run and just dive tackled his ass.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
2: <laughs> like, what'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> you go
1: off. Yeah. And then uh, Bruce Jenner goes and his friends are holding Bob and he just pretty much punches him and tells him to stay away from his sister. And
2: they kick him and, and beat him yeah, up. Yeah,
1: they kind of beat him up there on the beach.
2: Let's see a scene of Bruce Jenner and his buddies there at the water park
1: yeah and i still can't remember i had his name written down here somewhere i'll come to it eventually i think his name was ronnie or something but i can't remember yeah
2: it is i just called him bruce yeah, for dinner, yeah yeah that's what he looks like to me
1: but yeah the whole point of them being in black uh dressed up in black is they were going to break into the water park
2: yeah and I poison the
1: well yeah and that's what we come to find out they got some fish that they had put some like um poison in yeah poison in them
2: They're going to feed it to the dolphins.
1: And they're just about to, and they throw one into the water, which I think the dolphin gets. Well,
2: the seal starts making noises. Yes, the seal starts. And it startles them, and he just throws it in the water, and they run.
1: Yeah. And then that's about the time, conveniently, uh, Hulkamania and one and one of his other workers shows up because I hear the seal acting up and they notice this bag on the ground. And apparently, Hogan can smell poison in fish because he picks up the bag and he puts the fish up to his nose. He says, there's somebody trying to poison the fish. Poison. Yeah, go call Billy. You know, because apparently Billy knows medicine too. Not much about uh, sharks, what they are, but he knows about medicine. And how the hell you smell poison on fish, I, I do not know, but he does. Um,
2: <laughs> then we moved to the police station.
1: Yeah, and that's where the guy who left the girl in the water there.
2: He's sitting there like in shock. Yeah, in shock.
1: Yeah, that, you know, she was killed. Um, I don't think he was in that bad of shape. I think it was more of an act. Then we, you know, and then the cops are talking like, you know, the sheriff finds out, yeah, this uh kid is in here, you know. Says his girlfriend was uh, attacked by a shark out in the water. She was like, well, I'll talk to him, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. And then we cut back to the, uh, marina where Billy's there and he's got some kind of weird contraction where he's like putting medicine or something into the Oh, was dolphin. that
2: Bobby? I thought it was a vet.
1: No, it's Billy.
2: Oh, it was B- Bobby? Is it Billy or Bobby? Billy. Oh, I've been calling no, it Bobby. No, no Bob
1: is the one, uh, Bob is the one The that's dating the girl.
2: Well, that is him, right?
1: No, the, the son of Hulk Hogan? No, he's the the guy with the glasses.
2: Oh, Billy, Billy. Billy okay.
0: Guess,
2: uh,
1: <gasps> Jeez. Yeah, yeah, because Billy was the one that had this like contraction where he was like they were, you know.
2: Well, that I wrote in my notes that it was a vet. I didn't even connect that was him. Yeah,
1: it was him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that's when Hogan, yeah, early on said go call Billy as soon as you found out it was poison. Okay. Then the dolphin. He seems to be just floating there. And then, after a little bit, he starts swimming around.
2: They revived him.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, Dag, uh, Dag Hogan <laughs> says, well, thank you, saved, you saved know, me. He said, Billy says it's all good, and thought, thanks, you You know, you saved him.
2: He moved to a scene back at the police station, and this, oh. this is what was funny to me.
1: Oh, God. I the sheriff, I...
2: Oh, the sheriff comes out the door, jumps over the railing instead of going down the ramp.
1: Yeah, just like heel kicks over the <laughs> railing. And I was like, in the music is like this kind of rappy, kind of poppy music. He's almost like in the movies where the girl, the guy, has really wants to ask this girl out, and then she finally says yes, and then he's happy, and he like struts out of there, and then he like heel kicks out. That's what this reminded me of.
2: <laughs> it's just a weird thing because he's supposed to be going to give news of a death
1: or, or talk about a shark attack, and he's got this. Yeah, it was very weird. <laughs> and I watched this, and I was like. He's very happy for somebody because really all he was doing is like walking across maybe to a conference room or yeah, something because yeah. Billy's in there looking at slides of a shark. That's where he's going. Yeah, he's and,
2: looking at yeah pictures of like shark mouths and stuff, and he comes up. Sheriff comes up and puts his hand on his shoulder, and it scares Billy to death. Yes, yes. Like he was making noise coming in the room. Yes,
1: I mean that that heel kick thing is so weird. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, very because
2: the ramp is like three feet long it's not a long distance down this ramp to his car yeah he jumps over the railing he does a dukes of hazard jump
1: we well, yeah, it's like a little heel kick kind of <laughs> jump over yeah yeah i don't know i couldn't get over that when i seen that the first time but he goes into there in that conference room and like you're saying billy is sitting there looking at slides and really we just find out here that yeah there's another shark attack you know billy's pretty much like well okay well this is just kind of the beginning here i don't know i mean to me this scene didn't need to be here
2: yeah because he just goes and tells billy
1: i mean and... he could have very yeah i don't know i'll just i was just sitting there like because this was just another one of those scenes about like the autopsy scene to me yeah where you didn't really need that because they do more build up to it because the heel kick thing kind of threw that scene off for me anyway well
2: i took it as like they were trying to establish billy as like the richard dreyfus character
1: they were because he even had richard dreyfus dialogue in yeah. this movie it's uh-huh. not as well uh yeah spoken like i said that's really what we get from this scene in that shows billy saying well this these shark attacks are just the beginning and that regala you know gonna yeah. have to cancel it or do whatever
2: the only way to get rid of the shark is to catch it or kill it.
1: And then we cut back to the marina. And Hogan is there. That's when I guess the landowner well, we find out this is Gloria's dad. Yeah. So uh, his name is Sam.
2: Oh Sam. Okay. Yeah. I called him the head honcho.
1: Well, he pretty much you might as well say that. He's he's not really the town mayor exactly. He's he just the like town town he, money bags.
2: Yeah, he owns everything.
1: Yeah. And he's like walking around, I guess, with some investors in there because apparently they're going to turn this water park a into a, into a hotel. Mm-hmm.
2: And he's kind of giving them a play by play of what it's going to look like. And Hulk isn't having it.
1: Yeah, I like how then Sam kind of threatens Dag's son, and, yeah, I, he and tells this is, him to
2: stay away from. Gloria. And this
1: is one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. I love this guy. <laughs> Um, He looks directly at this little girl in a wheelchair, Dag's daughter, and says, "If you don't keep your son away from my daughter, you're gonna have another one in a wheelchair." <laughs> and I love that so much. Look at that little girl! That little girl with a shot look on her she face.
0: Starts crying. Yeah,
1: and and I was like, "You go, man." I mean, just like I don't care if you're in a wheelchair, you little shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's about the time there's a seal that comes out of the water uh-huh. and it bumps uh, in the sand and just knocks, them knocks into him water, into the water like, and then they start laughing you know
2: the little girl how did she laugh She's like, ha,
1: ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, they all start like laughing. really
2: creepy. Yeah,
1: well, she she she
2: went from crying to laughing. Well,
1: you know the insult right there. <laughs> you grab
2: another one in the yeah. wheelchair.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's something like that. And I just remember I heard that line. i just like, oh my god, that's that's brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> Once again, we go back to the sheriff, really trying to push the mayor, and I guess what you know we who we established as Sam to close the beaches postpone that regala yeah, that going another
2: shark attack
1: and then we um what, the,
2: what does he say that guy says you want to open up a diner for sharks yeah
1: yeah something. Yeah, <laughs> of course they 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 aren't in no no it's just that no. that brings in too much money to the town the you know, beaches are open
2: everything's good <laughs> yeah everything's
1: good like jaws everything's <laughs> yeah. good the famous last words and anything <laughs> like that in any shark movie everything's good the beaches are open
2: yeah because it goes from him saying that about the diner for sharks to you seeing the dun 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 and cj's yeah just swimming in the water
1: yeah just a random swimming scene and then <laughs> it's done and then we cut back to i guess it's in the evening and vanessa and billy are having making a little, out? yeah making out having a little time together
2: he takes his glasses off oh
1: yeah um yeah he uh, yeah i guess
2: that's normal right uh
1: i would think so yeah Uh, For the most part, I would think so. And it's about the time, you know, they're talking about they're waiting on their friend. I guess it's her friend Glenda to come over and they were going to go out. And then about that time, there's a knock on the door and they think, okay, well, it's her. And uh, Vanessa goes and opens the door. No, it's the sheriff. It's
2: the sheriff. He's there to get Billy.
1: Yes. He's there to get Billy because there's um, a checkup, something about a shark. Another thing about a shark, I think maybe to look at... I can't remember exactly what it was now.
2: What he was there for? Yeah.
1: I I thought it was something to do with the shark, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I thought I had it written down here, but I didn't. But point being, he's there to get Billy for something, and Vanessa flips her shit.
2: Yeah. She flips out, and she says, it's either the fish or me.
1: Yeah. And She's like, what do
2: I gotta do? Grow gills?
1: Yeah, grow gills. Oh
0: god, oh, yeah. Geez. Oh
1: Lord, talk about drama queen. <laughs> because apparently Billy was there last year to save somebody about whales. You would think that she would be a little bit more understanding. Anytime Billy comes into town, some kind of wildlife is gonna go crazy. Yeah. And he's gotta go save today.
2: I mean <laughs> Billy picks the fish. But well, not before t- Vanessa tells him to find the tallest skyscraper and throw himself off it. And then she goes, go fuck yourself. Yeah,
1: and she please. storms out because uh, Glenda pulls up about this time and she just gets in the car with Glenda and takes off.
2: Well, she tells Glenda, I'm going to get my stuff. Hold on. And then yeah. she goes inside and gets her stuff.
1: And then she uh, takes off. And then we kind of cut back to uh, uh, Casey de Hogan that there that night. He's there with his daughter and she's in bed.
2: Reading her a story,
1: yeah, and you know, you know, he starts reading the story, and barely three words in, and she's asleep. She kind of reminds me of you. She just passes right out. Sometimes when I'm talking, uh, yeah, when you're talking, I mean, it's just like literally Hogan reads like three words out of this this story, and she drops right off. Either he chloroformed her, and we didn't see it. I don't know which one it is. I don't know. I just found it interesting. Is that boy? I mean, I was like, wow, watching just like Sherry. She just. She just drop. I guess that's a woman thing. Just drop right off. <laughs> and then uh, Vanessa goes to this. I guess what is this? Kind of like a, a small party out at, out at the beach. Bruce's oh, house is that Bruce's house? Okay.
2: Well, is it at Sam's house?
1: I, I never got uh, clearly where this was, but it was near the beach. Uh, I guess everything around there is near the beach. But they're at this party. And, and the
2: only I thing I can say about this scene is white people dancing.
1: White people horribly dancing. Yes. Which, that's all white people can do is horribly dance. And they are they, they are doing it. They are strutting their so-called stuff. Here. And the
2: song plan is a bad attitude. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's a terrible song. This, this movie is loaded with terrible music. <laughs> and then Vanessa goes up and, you know, and of course Gloria's brother there, Ronnie is there, fake Bruce Jenner. Yeah. And Vanessa starts uh, dancing with him. Yeah. And and everything.
2: He, his shirt is almost completely unbuttoned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On the front. Mm-hmm.
2: They don't really dance. They just kind of sway.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's about most all white people can do is just sway. They don't really have that <laughs> rhythm at all. And I can say this because I'm white, okay? <laughs> I, and I know for a fact. Um, then uh, Ronnie just says, you know, ask uh, Vanessa, you want to go out to the beach and everything? And then they kind of just head on out.
2: Well, before that, Bruce is trying to mack on Vanessa. And he says... He starts talking about having love in his eyes or something. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's throwing some that. shit like that. Yeah, he's
1: throwing the smooth talk on her. Yeah, yeah that's and true. she's
2: so starved for men's attention that she falls for it.
1: It's either that or I'm thinking she's just trying to make uh um, Billy Je- But yeah. Billy
2: wasn't there at that time. Yeah, but did she know he was come, come think, after her? I
1: figured he probably she probably did. Okay. I figure she probably did. Because actually after they go out to the beach Billy shortly after that Billy arrives.
2: And he asked Gloria, has he seen Vanessa. vanessa
1: and he says yeah she's uh went out to the beach with uh, uh ronnie and then of course you know we're out there on the beach and uh vanessa and ronnie are out there and vanessa of course goes into the water and she's inviting ronnie out to go into the water
2: well we had a scene with um bobby and his girl sitting on the beach
1: Oh, was that before this? Okay, mm-hmm. I had I had that, but I had that after this. This
2: is why I made the note about her being so pale. Oh, So oh, pale. Okay. Like, everybody's so tan in this movie, and she is, like, ghost white.
1: Yeah, okay, I had that scene. I had it uh, after this. But, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're out on the beach, and I guess they're doing their same old thing where they're just...
2: That it's like they're trying to hide that they're together
1: yeah this is the whole romeo and juliet scenario yeah. of like the two families that don't get along and everything yeah. so we, we had to throw some romeo and juliet in the mix of this uh italian uh a uh, shark exploitation movie
2: <laughs> and then it moves to bruce he's chasing vanessa yeah he fa- he's chasing her around this like sailboat looking thing and then he trips trips over it, and falls on his knees and then she, right in front of him, takes her bottoms of her pants off. Or she takes her pants off, so she's got like a um, string, a thong bikini on. Yeah, it's
1: like a thong. <laughs> Vanessa goes into the water, and of course, uh, Ronnie, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, follows. <laughs> They're out there, of course, kind of making out. And then about that time, I think this is when Glenda and the guy that she was with, yeah, that, they pull up in a gym. Ronnie's Jeep. crony. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I never call his name at all. I never could figure it out.
2: He was always there, but I don't know who he was. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And they're like, you know, let's, uh, let's kind of scare them.
2: Scare them, yeah. And
1: then they act like they're cops and everything, telling them to get out of the water and doing all this kind of stuff.
2: That what they're doing is polluting the water. Polluting
1: the water, there you go. <laughs> and I I think they're buying it until they hear Glenda get on there, and they're like, oh, wait a minute, we know who yeah, that is. We know is. who that is. yeah. <laughs> As they're swimming out of water, the shark is actually coming for them. And they barely get out of water in time. They, they never notice that the shark is coming for them. And
2: this is the first time that the shark is just swimming along. He doesn't, but suddenly has a weighted ball on him. Yeah, I never understood. Like that they meant. tagged him. Yeah, but they
1: tagged him. nobody
2: ever tagged the shark really. It, it happened several times in this movie where he suddenly has a weighted ball on
1: it. Yeah, and I, never, I never got that where that came from
0: either.
2: And then they get up on shore just in time. And then it shows him swimming and he just has a a rope on him, but no weighted ball anymore. Yeah.
1: I don't know where that came from either. Unless there's something I missed. I I always tried to kind of see where that came from, but I never did. Okay. And then we kind of cut back to the day and there's like, um, I guess like a town hall meeting.
2: Yeah. It's almost like um, talking to maybe like business owners Or reporters just trying to get them to the media that they've got it under control that they're gonna put a net out around the regatta thing that's going on to keep the shark out. And that everybody's safe.
1: Yeah. Uh they're they're basically saying we've taken all precautions we're gonna be putting a what a gate or something. Even though later on you see it's a net. It's just a net. It's not net it's a it's not a gate. Even though you see them putting a gate down it's a net so i'm assuming the net is from another shark movie that they stole footage from. there's
2: a scene of a guy putting the steel gates in there but then there's an also a scene where cj comes up to it but it's clearly where a diver would be in a cage yeah yeah and then it's a net yeah so i don't know what it is i don't know (laughs) i don't
0: know
1: either i have to admit i do not know then we, of course, we kind of cut to back to the beach, and they're like patrol choppers circling around the beach, you know, I guess like watching out for sharks and everything. Yeah. And then we get this the sheriff is out there kind of watching the beach uh, from the shore. And then we get this couple that walks up, and they're there to see the shark. It's like it's Australian well i put
2: that later didn't, didn't there was a scene of Billy's talking he's looking at the water and he said he said something to the sheriff that it's like somebody trained this shark
1: it might have been there I got something like it but it was a little he's later like, on he
2: says that he's worried that he thinks someone trained the shark to kill
1: yeah I remember him I think I had that a little bit later but yeah I think and then it was Vanessa around comes and it comes and
2: gets Susie
1: oh yeah okay yeah I had that right after this but yeah you're right that was before this I got some of my scenes jumbled a little bit <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's a heavily <laughs> plotted film where the, it's but you out of place. Miss that
2: I, one scene, and you miss
0: a lot.
1: Yeah, that scene's <laughs> out of place. I don't understand the movie now. <laughs> you know, uh, but but when we're back at the beach, that's where the couple is—the Australian couple
2: with a little
0: boy. Uh,
1: yeah, and <clears throat> I think the sheriff basically tells them, "No, there's no shark or anything or something like that."
2: Well, it just shows that the race is kind of starting.
1: This is the point, and then the the guy son there says something about you know wanting to see the shark, and then you know after the sheriff tells him not to, and the kid and the uh, dad just smacks the kid in the back of the head because that's where.
2: Oh, okay. After this is that part, I got my flipped wrong. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah, because this is about the time the choppers are up there. You're right, and they're
2: trying to catch the shark before that.
1: Yeah, and then they see. The one the chopper pilots or somebody sees the shark down there, and he pulls out a gun and starts shooting at it. Even you know this is like grainy shark footage from some other thing here, of course.
2: And it's like the same scene every time they see the shark at a uh-huh. distance. It's just like this shark just floating near the surface. they're yeah. like there he is. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he doesn't hide. No. Yeah, he's just there. It, he's it's always- not like yeah, it's not like in Jaws where he only pops up you know randomly. And then of course this guy shoots the shark and apparently kills it he and said
2: he shot it in the head
1: and then uh you know they radio back and the sheriff's like okay well we're we'll send somebody out there we're gonna pick it up of course the next scene we have is kind of i guess on the pier and they got the shark there and then we have this scene you know dag and everybody's there and billy looks at this and says this isn't the shark
2: yeah because the the bite distance on yeah, it, its yeah. mouth's not big enough he said, yes, it's a tiger shark. And,
1: and this is like the scene, see Jaws, because there's a very similar scene to this yes. where they catch the shark in there. But mm-hmm. it's a uh, Jaws, it's a more well-done scene than this one. And then this is about the time they pull, the Coast Guard is pulling in a boat that they found adrift. And this is the boat from the start of the movie. Then Dag and Billy run down the dock toward the boat. Because they know whose it is. And Dak jumps on the boat and looks around. And he finds something that looks like bloody, tidy whities <laughs> Or something on the boat. I mean, it, he just picks it up and it's like something that looked like it was white and blood. And it was small, like <laughs> a cloth. And it looked like... Tiny whities or something. I couldn't really tell. And for some reason, he was able to deduce that there was a shark. Did the shark eat everything but the guy's underwear and spit it out onto the boat? Well, this
2: part kind of, I thought, was really stupid because uh, they thought the shark was dead. By this, they think there's another shark. The shark's really not dead. But even though this would have been the first
1: thing well it doesn't make any sense yeah i mean i thought the same thing or maybe they didn't
2: realize how long he'd been out there
1: yeah because if you just killed the shark and you assume this is the shark then what you're pulling in this would have already happened anyway. right yeah yeah it doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah it, it doesn't track uh, like <laughs> a lot of stuff in here but the tiny whiteys are tail the bloody tidy whiteys that there's still a shark out there <laughs> <sighs> wow then of course You know, the mayor and all them, I guess, feels everything is well enough. Oh, they're going to go ahead with the regala. They're
2: like, even though we saw bloody tidy whities, we don't care. Yeah. It's money to be Uh, made. Yeah,
1: it was money to be made. Uh, (laughs) And on a boat that apparently i'm not sure how this guy did he get knocked off the boat and the shark ate him well, We never do see how that happened well
2: it um and how did the said, tidy
1: get on the, on the boat well
2: Didn't, it exploded or something because he said oh he used to like do dynamite fishing well yeah something. well they
1: said that he could have had an accident dynamite fishing so maybe that's the cause of the bloody underwear i don't I think I don't, cj
2: know. knocked him off the boat and ate him
1: that's why i think and then spit his underwear back on the boat <laughs> there we go we figured it out <laughs> problem solved <laughs> okay and then of course the regala is going on as uh, usual here yeah you know you got of course your swarm of people around and um and then we see that there's going to be like a air surfing or wind surfing race yeah that's going to be going on and ronnie and uh, bob are part of this race and dag is there kind of helping bob get prepared and you know our fake Ron, uh bruce jenner aka ronnie's there getting his uh board together
2: there's an obvious like competition yeah between thing.
1: the two yes between the two of them that's for sure then uh you know everybody's on their uh, boards and then the race starts and this is some very much overacting as far as uh air surfing is concerned oh do they even do air surfing anymore
2: i don't think so
1: i I mean it's not something i really see or hear about that much anymore back in the 80s i heard about it Mm -hmm. a great deal but i don't really see it that much nowadays and as they're doing this surfing the shark is underwater going up against this net net trying to get through or it's supposed to be a fence. fence. But it's really technically... It's just a, a, net. It's a net.
2: And as he gets through, it turns into a, a picture or an image of a dolphin hung in a net.
1: Yeah, I thought that's what it looked like myself. It was the one point where... Somebody it was it had
2: me. caught a film of a dolphin that's probably dead.
1: Yeah, and caught in a net. Yeah, I thought that was what that was too. I couldn't be 100% sure, but I, I could <laughs> see that. I could see that. And then, of course, you know, this shark gets through this, uh, I guess, net... No time. And with relative ease. About that time, you know, Dag is sitting there looking around out at the water, you know, and there's some, he's got binoculars there. And then he notices something and he just flips out as it's a shark.
2: Well, you know what it is? It's CJ suddenly has a weighted thing on him again.
1: Yeah. A weighted ball, which like yeah. they
2: never tagged the a shark.
1: Yeah. And then Dag just flips out like it's a shark and he takes off.
2: Uh-huh. He's like, "All right, get out of the water. Yeah. Even
1: though nobody could hear him from that distance. And then the shark pops up well this is right before uh doesn't ronnie knock bob into the water yeah. off of his and then that's you know the shark starts popping up and everything because he takes a bite out of one to win wind surfers uh boards and then that's about the time all hell starts to break loose because people are starting to get knocked off their boards and falling into the water and a shark starts attacking and Dad gets into his i guess he's got a boat out there and in the water and he goes out and he's you know starting to yell at people like get in the boat get in the boat <laughs> you know, races over, get in the boat. I don't know. It's just, it, it's um, it, it's a sight to behold here because there's... Uh, and then a the shark goes after people on the pier.
2: Yeah, he just comes up under it and just busts through it. Yeah,
1: busts through it and he's like chomping on the pier. People are falling into the water. People are pushing each other into the water. <laughs> which is, you know, that's ah, not shocking. Everybody
2: for yourself. <laughs>
1: Everybody for yourself. Vanessa's got Susie. Loses grip of Susie. And what I told you first of the podcast... <laughs> What happens to Susie? She
0: rolls
1: down the pier in her wheelchair, falls off the wheelchair, into the water. Okay. And that is about a minute or an hour and 10 minutes into the podcast. So she is a, she's in the water, just as I said. And this is just, uh, I mean, I will say this. I mean, I think a lot of this is stolen footage, but it is edited pretty well for what it is. Vanessa goes after Susie and jumps into the water to help get Susie out. Dag ends up... I think it's Dag is there and Billy is there. They get Susie out of water. Vanessa gets Susie out of water. And then Billy's like reaching out to get Vanessa out of water. But then the shark comes up under her and drags her up under and kills her. I was looking at this and Billy doesn't seem to be too anxious to save her
2: you were saying he never gets down on in a position where he could get closer to her
1: he don't get his clothes down onto the dock.
2: Yeah, he just sits there and goes, Vanessa! Yeah, because he, he
1: reaches his hand down, but he's not laying flat down on the pier. Where he
2: can get closer yeah, to her. Yeah, he's
1: got like his hand down in there. He, If he would have lowered himself a little bit further, like laying flat down. He could have grabbed her. Or he could have had Dag say, Dag, hold me and pull me up. I'm going to reach down in there and get her. So, I don't know. He, he had a very lax. Well, I, she was bitching at him earlier, so I guess she had that coming. Um... <laughs>
2: And it, it doesn't show. It just shows her go under the water. It doesn't show her get killed. Yeah, but you know, you yeah. feel safe to say
1: she. CJ done. does
2: not leave anybody alive. No,
1: no, not at all. Yes, like I said uh, Billy's screaming. You know, despite you know his lackadaisy way of trying to save her.
2: Yeah, he pretty much just dramatically goes Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa! yeah. Well, as
1: dramatic as this actor yeah. can do it, and then uh, after that. That is uh, it for Vanessa, and the regala is uh, officially done for today, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say. And right here, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we will give you the thrilling conclusion of Cruel Jaws. You
2: know you want to hear those. Yes, you do.
0: Dag Sorensen.
1: And we are back, and we are at the hospital. The ambulance uh, pulls up from the hospital, and they're unloading it, and it's Susie. She's in uh, in one of the uh, uh, stretchers there. And she is taken in, and she's in shock from, I guess, you know, the whole incident, which, you know, I guess anybody would be, naturally. And Susie kind of comes out of it, and she asks, uh, first thing Susie asks is, where's Vanessa? And then Dag is like, "Don't worry about it, brother. She's uh with Billy. You know she she's
2: okay. Yeah, yeah, lie to your kid. Yeah, lie to your kid. I, mean, I guess he's just trying to yeah not so, so, her out. so
1: she'll be in shock later from it. Yeah, <laughs> you just tell her. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, she's not eaten. Yeah,
1: and you know she's uh, you know he's like, don't worry about it. She she's fine. Yeah, you know, my brother. I haven't seen my brothers yet. You know from a <laughs> Hulk Hogan." Um, and then uh, Sam walks into the hospital. Dag walks over there with Billy. Tells uh, He basically tells Sam, you're going to put a reward out to kill this shark. $100,000.
2: $100,000 reward, yeah.
1: And Billy flips his shit because basically you know... when Asa got killed. Uh, got killed because of him. It could be argued she got killed because of Billy's lackadaisy skills of trying to save her, but we that's another argument for another day.
2: Oh, I had wrote a, n- a funny note about when Susie was talking to Hulk about the shark, and he goes, "Susie, there could be, there there are worse animals out there." Yeah. So this is kind of a build the shark up like it's not the shark's fault kind of scene. Or this is
1: like there are worse animals out there, like yeah. man.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: We're, well, I think we're reading a little too much into this, but, but okay. After this reward, you know, Sam says, "Okay, I'll I'll do it." Then we cut to this meeting where Dag and everybody—it's like a, I guess this is a council, town council. Well, it's area. all the men.
2: I called it the meeting of the testosterone.
1: Yeah. That, every
2: man in the movies in this group.
1: Yes, and there, and Dag is doing this explanation of what a shark is. He calls this shark a homicidal maniac, and I'm like, "What? <laughs> Sharks are not homicidal maniacs. They just swim and eat. That's all they do. They're they're machines. That's all. They don't ha- they don't sit there and look at now Jaws four, the revenge.
2: Yes, you that was say. goofy.
1: Yeah, that's one who was actually killing. Yeah, certain people. he
2: would like pass up eating a perfect piece of meat. To go after a Brody.
1: The, the, he just calls this shark a homicidal maniac and my jaw almost <laughs> fell off of my face. That oh, I should not remember.
2: have even been talking. It yeah. should have been Billy.
1: Yeah. Well, Billy ain't much smarter. No. But then Billy kind of steps up and you know, gives the best of his knowledge on of what it is. How
2: to? Where's the vital places to hit to kill a shark?
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's factually accurate or not, but we'll go with it. It's, it's a movie. I we'll say you
2: have it. a gun and you just keep shooting it till it's dead or you harpoon it. Yeah. Or you shoot it with a freaking shotgun and like in this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, we'll get into that. I got a <laughs> lot to say about that. Um, You know, Billy kind of gives these guys, like you were saying, where to, where to, where to hit the shark to kill it. Okay, then we cut back to Sam's place, and now we're introduced to the mob section of the film, because apparently the mob was involved is uh, involved in this town.
2: This didn't, there was no real need for this.
1: Yeah, now I'm sitting there trying to think, I read the original novel of Jaws uh-huh. years ago, and I remember, now controversially, I like the film, I don't like the book that much, and it seemed like I remember the mob was in the book, too. Yeah, that was an aspect of the book okay so uh, i mean i haven't read it in so long i can't be 100 percent, but i want to say this i 100%.
2: felt like sam was enough yeah he was enough of a placeholder to like being trouble for them yeah, yeah like yeah. why did they need to step it up even more
1: i don't know i guess just to add some more plot that this movie doesn't need and the mob are there, you know, the atypical, you know, mob guys with their cigars and, you know, and all this kind of stuff.
2: Is this because it's Italian? Yeah, could be. You got to put the mob I in there. I
1: wouldn't rule that yeah. out either. That's stereotyping, Sherry, How? Oh, you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The mob people are not happy uh, about this regala and how everything is, you know. Because they're losing money. Yeah. And they lost a lot of investments in the town. Is this the scene where technically the mob puts a hit out on the shark? Okay um that's a, that's new
2: i mean that damn shark's getting in the way of their money making
1: yeah so we got to take we got to
2: get him out of yeah, here
1: we got to take him out capiche yeah yeah see i'm not making fun of italians <laughs> i just like to say that word. <laughs> after the mob guys leave ronnie comes down and talks to his dad and he tells his dad that he will go out and help hunt this shark to help his dad out you know
2: such a good son yeah he's
1: he, yeah he he's he's a peach then we kind of, we cut back to the Uh oh,
2: we uh-oh. got a little sh- or a little shark in the floor here. Yeah,
1: we got many well, cruel yeah, jaws. Many cruel jaws. And we kinda of cut back to the water and people are getting their boats ready and they're getting ready to get head out and hunt some cruel jaws here. And of course Ronnie meets up with Glenda and some uh, and his uh, buddies at a boat. And then Glenda breaks out this twelve gauge shotgun. She
2: said her dad hunts with this. Why would you she- Bring a shotgun.
1: Well, I've never heard of people hunting with a shotgun. maybe not fish. Well, anything. I mean, I've never heard of that. I mean, I'm not not a hunter, so don't hold me to this.
2: I would think like a rifle.
1: Yeah, a rifle, you know, because a shotgun's got spread to it, and you're not going to get an accurate hit. I don't know. That was just very weird to hear that. But apparently shotguns are the big thing that people want to shoot a shark with. in
2: In this movie, yeah.
1: And all the boats go out on the hunt and, you know, Dag's boat, he's got a boat out there and he's going to go out and hunt for a shark too. And here is one of the best music things in the movie. You start to hear this and then it turns into the Star Wars theme. Mm. Just some of it, not all of it, is the John Williams Star Wars theme. And you are like, holy shit.
2: It's so weird. And
1: this isn't like the vanilla ice thing where he was sitting there saying how he, he was ripping off song. No, we just changed a little bit, just a little no, team here. No, it's straight no, up. No, this is straight up.
2: And it's so random because it's not like this was made in the seventies near Star Wars coming out. This is ninety five.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's weird. And
1: I was mesmerized by that when I heard it. I'm like, I cannot believe they're doing this, but they're 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 doing
2: it. Oh, you did mention like before it starts playing that, the weird awkward waving
1: well the music's actually playing at the same time yeah, yeah.
2: Susie sitting up there waving at dax and bobby as they float away
1: and, yeah the waving goes on oh, whoa, a whoa, long, too long time yeah way too long it's about like this awkward clapping scene in bird Demic where everybody <laughs> just claps way too long in that movie at some kind of news that they get in the boardroom and everybody's i'm like well <laughs> you know you're just sitting there like okay end this
2: <laughs> moving on
1: yeah moving on it's there out there on the boats and everything. I know Dag is out there on his boat and he's talking, telling Billy about, you know, all the whaling he used to do.
2: This is where I made the note. He stands so close to people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know you was commenting it. Everybody's very. I guess it's because
2: I don't like people standing close to me when they're talking to me. Like I have, my boundaries are really way off.
1: And this was pre-coronavirus too. Yes. So everybody's very <laughs> grabby and got near everybody too. This was in pre corona. Billy is standing there, and he, Dag was talking to Bobby about whaling, I think, Bobby and Billy, and Billy's using, like, a sonar, like, to see if he can, like, track movements up under the water to see where the shark is. Then we move to, back to Ronnie's boat, and they grabbed, I guess they got this big, like, roast (laughs) or something, like a raw meat roast.
2: Yeah, because, what's her name? Glenda. Glenda. She says, this is my mom's roast.
1: So she just stole food from her mom. (laughs) And they're going to throw it in the water to see if they can get the shark. They
2: throw this roast in the water and literally CJ appears in two seconds.
1: Yeah, it doesn't take long because they throw the roast in the water. Oh, but we do have a little brief scene in there where Susie is back at the little marina with uh, Gloria.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. And she has this
1: mood swing real quick. She's very young, and she's already having the mood swings. Uh, like she just doesn't want to be around fish or water or anything like that anymore. Then she flips on a dime. Like, no, I love it here and everything. <laughs> and that's all this scene is. I'm just like, okay, she's starting very early. Um, <laughs> what
2: is that a woman thing?
1: No, are you actually, trying
2: to make a woman um, joke?
1: No, actually, it's mood swings in general because there's a lot of mood swings between some of these people in this movie. Then we cut back to the boats. And this is where Ronnie, after they've thrown that uh, meat into the water, that's where they spot the shark. And yeah. then Ronnie starts shooting at it with the shotgun.
2: But he gets a little stage fright at, a couple times. Like he's he's terrified.
1: The shark goes up under the boat. It's almost like it jams the controls of the boat.
2: It purposely like, shuts their rudder down.
1: Something, yeah, something by along those lines.
2: With its own body because it's chopping the shark up
1: then we kind of cut back to dag's boat real quick and we see dag is getting like something like really like a harpoon
2: oh well we missed the funny we missed the funny line when they're going to start shooting at cj do you remember what the captain they told the captain to pull over
1: oh god yeah oh i had that right. pull that boat over yeah you got to pull over the boat how do you pull over a boat (laughs) Yeah, oh, God, I had that, but I had that a little further down. That's right. Oh, God, that was terrible. (sighs) Mm. Another quiet choice line. We cut back to Ronnie's boat. As they're trying to get the boat moving, Glenda screams right into the camera as the shark just pops out of the water.
2: Well, they throw that bait in again.
1: Yeah, they throw the bait back in, and then it comes after. That's when she literally
2: pumps right up.
1: And she just screams right into the camera. And Ronnie just starts shooting at the shark again. And they're trying to hold the, the pole that they got the, the meat hanging off mm-hmm. of, like a fishing line. Yeah. And they lose control of this pole, and it knocks Ronnie into the water. Yeah, it
2: swings like, towards him, and it hits him in the legs and knocks him off the boat.
1: Yeah. And needless say, Ronnie's not long for this world after that, because he uh, <laughs> he is he is eating. He is eating. He right is eating. before
2: he goes under, he's like, ah!
1: And then things get a little awkwardly chaotic. Glenda runs up with a gas can. And she's holding it over her head, screaming at the water.
2: So you think she's going to pour it on the shark.
1: Yeah, pour into the water on the shark. And she's holding it over her head, screaming. Another guy beside her has a flare gun. <laughs> I guess he's going to shoot it at the shark. And all this gasoline is spilling out onto her, onto, onto the, boat, the boat, onto everything around her. And then the guy fires the flare The flare stuff hits the gas, and this whole boat blows up. I mean, this is a massive explosion
2: too. Just for this, they they will not be getting the hundred thousand dollar reward.
1: No, no, the the reward is something they will not be getting. I just was looking at this, and I was like, "Holy shit! How stupid can you be? Why the hell would you hold a gas can up over your head (laughs) like that?" And uh, and of course, Dag and uh, people on his boat they hear this explosion, and, and they go to check it out. And then we cut back to the sheriff's office, and then they find out that, you know, there's an explosion out there on the water. Like um, they find out that it's uh, Ronnie's boat that they were out there on and it exploded. And the sheriff kind of call, calls everybody by and says, Get everybody in. As a Dag's boat's going in, the rudder gets stuck on their boat. So their boat kind of stalls out in the water, and they can't fix it from the top. So, I think uh, Bob offers, he says, I'll go down there and try to fix the rudder.
2: Yeah, and he gets under there, and it's got rope. Yeah, there's uh, like,
1: I guess, an old fishing line or something like that, or old net line. That you got see caught a in the
2: scene a CJ's on his way.
1: Yeah, he's coming to get uh, Bob. And Bob barely gets out of the water before the shark gets him.
2: That seemed, that seemed kind of like, I felt like, oh my God. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm sitting there just thinking, uh, I'm sitting there looking at something. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This is the first scene right after this where Billy starts to try to tell people about this thing. Wait a minute. Did you notice something up when he was up under there? I got something on my radar about the Cleveland and this uh, this boat that was from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And everybody's just like, oh, we ain't got time to talk about that right now. And they just <laughs> shut him down. Okay. An important plot point. Oh, we're, we're this thing important right now.
2: Like, Except you have these mobsters that come into it like they're important. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um God, this movie has a lot of plot to it. That was, goes
2: nowhere. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just like we'll just throw this in here. We'll throw that in here. We'll throw <laughs> this in here. Uh, it's like a it's like an Italian toss salad. Then we cut back to I guess the police station and the sheriff is there's a chopper there. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff's gonna get in the chopper. I guess he's gonna go hunt the shark himself. They go out into the water. Over the water, and of course, this, like you said, literally finds the shark in no time.
2: Yeah, there, there, there's never a problem finding the shark. Yeah. it's just within range. Yeah,
1: yeah, they get out there and literally within five minutes they found it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> which is the same scene. Yeah, as before.
1: Yes, it is. It's <laughs> the same scene. Okay, and I have questions about this. Why would you be so stupid to? Because the sheriff does the same thing that these other people do. He takes a piece of meat.
2: Out of an igloo cooler. Yeah, out
1: of an igloo cooler. Hooks it onto this like uh, harness thing and lowers it down to the water from the helicopter. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. You're even sitting there thinking, okay, this shark's going to jump up and get the meat. And if the shark does come up to get the meat, you're hooked to it. You're hooked to it. This shark's going to start dragging you down anyway. (laughs) So why would you do that? Uh, Anyway, I'm asking too much. Um, (laughs) When the shark does pop up, The shark, the sheriff says the shark is eight meters.
2: Eight meters. I don't know how many, what's meters to feet? I don't know.
1: Uh, Well, you're asking a guy that don't know anything about math. I don't know. I don't know. know. He says the shark is eight meters. And of course, what I said ends up happening. The shark bites into the meat.
2: Grabs onto it.
1: And the the chopper starts getting pulled down. Then the sheriff is starting, you know, Mm. shout at the uh, chopper pilot then the sheriff pulls out this gun, which you can tell is a fake gun. It's a very fake looking gun. It looks like a gun that I had when I was a little kid on my toy plastic guns. It looks very similar to that. It so looks just like one.
2: Eight meters is 26.24 feet. So, so he's bigger than Jaws.
1: Yeah, he's bigger than Jaws. Cruel Jaws is bigger than regular Jaws. He's about
2: Jaws. a foot longer than Jaws.
1: Okay, so he's has uh,
2: got a little bit more paper mache yeah, yeah, to him.
1: He's got a little more girth to him. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said as uh, the sh- the shark is being pulled down, the sheriff is shooting at or, or as the chopper is being pulled down, the sheriff uh, is shooting at the shark to no point. The sheriff is falls out of the chopper into the water and then he is eaten. And we never really see what happens to the chopper, but we assume the chopper crashes into the to the water.
2: And CJ eat the pilot.
1: Yeah, we assume that. We never find so, out.
2: CJ doesn't leave people no, he,
1: no, no. if he except for Susie. Then we cut back to Sam's house and the mob is there again. And then they are going to take the shark out with their muscle. Like I said, they are uh, basically they gotta hit out on hit the shark. out
2: on that damn shark.
1: Yeah, and they say we will take the hundred thousand dollar reward when we get the shark. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like the mob needs hundred thousand dollars.
2: Which I'm thinking the money that he's putting up for that reward came from the mob. So isn't that their own money?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a little gray area there. Well, they're taking money from the town anyway. I guess. So that maybe they're looking at like we're taking money from the town and not from our own pocket. It's a little sketchy. And then the mob people leave. And Gloria's kind of watching all this from the stairs. And then she comes out.
2: Gets in a fight with gets, Sam.
1: Gets in an argument with her dad. And her dad just belts her one.
2: She said, I'm leaving.
1: Yeah, and then and he's she swar-
2: tries to walk away, and he smacks her and then locks her in her room. Yeah,
1: takes her up to her room and locks her in there and tells her not to go anywhere. And, of course, she pouts on her bed.
2: And this girl, she's, how old does she look? Early 20s? She's think, not a little girl.
1: I think she's technically supposed to be maybe, in the movie, I'm going to say she's supposed to be high school age. But she looks like yeah, she's she, probably in her early 20s, probably. Yeah. But that's a given in any movies. Yeah. I used to watch... Uh, movies and when I was a kid with teenagers and these teenagers a lot knows in their 30s
0: (laughs)
2: yeah so she's laying on the bed crying because he locked her in her room and she's got all these bedroom windows she can go out and she doesn't
1: yeah and then we cut back to a scene where I think finally Billy gets to explain this thing about the Cleveland then finally everybody's going to listen to him and basically the Cleveland is supposed to be something like a naval vessel that sunk and it had a shark on it Okay. A trained assassin and this is a train how the hell you don't train sharks i mean they're very vague about this i mean it was like was it a genetically modified shark? shark yeah that they did they they don't really go into that so they said basically this shark goes back to the cleveland because that's what it knows it's like it's home that's territorial territorial yeah and i was just like really we're going with genetically we're going deep blue sea here <laughs> um Because he even said that this shark is... Well, I I hate the homicidal maniac thing. (laughs) That's shit. Trained assassin. Yeah, it's like a shark that... You know, it's a killer because it just is trained to be a killer, not because it's just nature.
0: And
2: so their plan is to kind of lure it there. Yeah. And blow it up.
1: Yeah, that's their big game plan for what it is. And then we cut to scene. Gloria naturally sneaks out of her house. And I guess to go warn... uh, Bobby. And, yeah, yeah. And Dag and all of them.
2: That the mob's going to be coming to their house. And
1: then we get this weird scene of when Gloria does finally find them. She tells Dag that Susie might be in danger. And then they take off because they have a map and everything in there where they was kind of showing what yeah, they are going to do. Yeah. The mob
2: guys are headed to that marina yeah. park. Yeah.
1: And then they yeah. Of course Dag and them get there to the park and there's nothing wrong. I mean
2: clearly doesn't leave Susie by herself
1: no there's, you there's no, somebody there yeah, with her yeah I don't know I, never, this scene, I don't think
2: these guys ever even got close to her
1: I think this scene was just written to get them out of that place yeah to so come the, back so that the mob guys can come in and steal their map yeah because that's yeah. all that really happens because the mob guys are outside there and as soon as they see them leave like we're gonna go in here and see what they're doing and naturally they go in there and the mob guys look around and they got a map that Billy was making to the Cleveland the mob guys steal this map Mm -hmm. and head on out i think there's some point that billy comes back too and then the map isn't there anymore he's
2: like shit shit
1: yeah and i mean i don't know this is all this was all put together very poorly
2: i don't know how they knew by just looking at the drafts the full story (sighs) you know it would have just been where the ship is
1: well they're just this is part of the point they're trying to race to the end of this movie so that they can get it done (laughs) Pretty much. That's, that's all this is. The
2: whole mob thing, just, uh, there's no reasons for those mob guys.
1: Yeah. Well, there's not, but... Because well, it's
2: more like body count.
1: Yeah. And then the mob guys have basically stolen a boat
0: mm-hmm.
1: from some people. And then the next morning, they're headed out to go to the Cleveland here because they assume to it's like some kind of buried treasure, I guess. And this, you know, the, I said, the mob guys are out in the water. Dag is out there working on his boat and he can't get the motor going. So he goes down there and hits it like Fonzie and then it starts right up after that. He takes it, hits it with a wrench and then all of a sudden it starts up. So, okay, that that's all it takes. Anybody, whoever works on your car, if it don't start, just go on there and hit it with a wrench and it'll start right up. Don't worry about, you know, taking things off or anything. Just hit it with a wrench. A little automotive tip for me, who don't know shit about cars. And then we cut back to the mob guys, and one of the mob guys dives into the water. He and how do these mob guys know that this shark was trained by the navy? That's what one of them said. I said, "How the hell are you training How the hell's navy training shark? How did they know this?" I, I don't know because they didn't overhear any of this conversation. Well,
2: that's what I was saying. Like, how did that, I thought those drafts would just show where, like, what the ship looked like and where it was. Like you didn't have the story of what yeah. it was there for. Yeah,
1: it didn't have Billy. Didn't and how did tell it us, end huh? up
2: down there anyway? Did a shark bust out or What
1: to Cleveland? Yeah. You said it just sank.
2: Oh it just sank. Yeah, okay. it just sank.
1: I don't know. That, these mob guys know a lot more than they should, point being. And, you know, of course, you know, Dag after he finds these the boat, they they are headed out to go get the shark as well. The mob guy that takes the dive into the water is naturally disposed of pretty quick. He gets into the Cleveland, and he's eating like, right there. Yeah, yeah it's no like,
2: time. this. what's the purpose? Yeah, yeah. Just body count, I guess. Yeah,
1: body count. We got to add to the body count for the movie's over. That's all these mob guys were.
2: It's not like they had something with them that was going to turn the tide for everybody. Yeah. And that they dropped it, and it was there. Yeah. You know?
1: And naturally the shark surfaces and then the other mob guy on the boat pulls out a shotgun and starts shooting at the shark and then we don't see what happens. But naturally he's probably knocked off the boat and eaten and his bloody underwear is thrown on the boat. That's the homicidal maniac M.O. (laughs) I will leave a bloody pair of underwear wherever I kill people. (laughs) And then we get another one of my favorite things, too, is Dag's boat's out on the water again. And we get our Star Wars music again. And, oh, my God, this is so crass. I mean, it's
2: not even, like, you don't, it's like, oh, that sounds like Star Wars. No, that's Star Wars. That's Star Wars.
1: And then we see on the boat is Dag and some of the other people, they're making explosives. Yeah. To take down the boat. It's about time, you know, then uh, next thing we know, Billy and Bobby are the ones diving to go to the Cleveland and they have the explosives.
2: I thought it was funny, like, every time somebody was going to dive, Dax would be like, I'll go. Yeah, but, but he, he never, never goes. Yeah, he never goes. He never goes. No,
1: he sits up there and drinks beer and looks through his binoculars. <laughs> You know. <laughs> that's Which the job you, I would want. Well, that's what I, so I was going to say. That's my job on the boat. That's I, what
2: I did when we went to the beach because I was terrified of the water. I would sit and shark watch on the beach because my crazy family liked to get out there and jump the waves.
1: So you were mm-hmm. like Dag.
2: Yes, I was like Dag. You Except were, I, I was drinking probably like RC or something.
1: Did you uh, <laughs> Did you do your Hulk, Hulk Hogan thing and rip your shirt? Oh, probably. And say like, brother, get out uh, of the water. Get out of the water. <laughs> yeah, okay. I could see that. I can see you doing that. <laughs> But like I said, they're diving up underwater, the water, setting the charges. Dag is up there looking at binoculars and drinking beer. And then he sees the shark surface, and he starts firing it with a shotgun, even though he had a harpoon there. I don't know what the point of that was.
2: <laughs> well, obviously, People, the choice is always going to be.
1: Yeah, they they, 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 they uh, definitely uh, go for the shotgun with this.
2: And they never hit this damn shark.
1: Yeah, oh, no, no. They can't hit, hit shit. They're like uh, the guy from uh, The Beast Must Die. Uh, who can't hit that werewolf with a machine gun (laughs) and then what we have here is they set the charges billy kind of stays up under to kind of try to lure the shark back to the cleveland
2: bobby goes back up
1: yeah the shark of course is around there and bobby goes back down to get billy and they i guess they're back down there and billy's trying to finish setting the charges and the shark's going around. And then they get back up there pretty quick. And just as they get back up there, the Cleveland explodes with a the shark there with it.
2: And his head blows off.
1: His head blows off. This is a giant explosion. They were right up under this boat.
2: Why didn't it hurt or them? Or the boat
1: was right up under them. Yeah. Why didn't it blow Dag's boat clean out of the water and blow it right to shore and kill all of them?
2: I don't know.
1: There's some, Yeah, the geography of this just doesn't work.
2: And I guess they don't realize that sharks heads to grow back.
1: Yeah, because Jaws to Revenge was supposed mm-hmm. to be the original shark. Oh, God. Almighty. That's so, uh, <laughs> uh Yeah. Um, Little do they know. Yeah, that's right. They didn't figure that out. The Jaws to Revenge proved that. You know, of course, uh, evil is punished and the shark is killed. Um and then we cut back to the water park. Doesn't There's a the show going on. Yeah, and uh and basically Sam gives uh Dag the check for the $100,000. And once again, the seal comes up and knocks Sam into the water. <laughs> and everybody just has a good hearty laugh about this. <laughs> and then we smash cut to credits Cruel jaws.
2: And also something swimming through the grass and yeah. I'm a her- through yeah. the water. Yeah,
1: another Cruel Jaws. And then we hear the Star Wars music again, and that is the end of the movie. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, do you have any trivia for this movie? I'm just
2: going to read what Littles on
1: okay um because i have very little
2: shop factory announced that the film would be released on a double feature with another movie in 2015 but canceled it to avoid legal issues wonder what those are yeah as the film contains stock footage from jaws 1975 and jaws 2 1978 well i actually
1: had that and has also grabbed footage from, from deep blood and another movie
2: great white and the last shark
1: yeah, because yeah, when Severin finally picked it up, I'm not sure how Severin was able to put it out, but uh, Screen Factory was. I guess Severin to me, I love Severin. I buy Blu-rays from them a lot because mm-hmm. I own many Severin Blu-rays. I like, I guess Severin's just like, oh, we don't give a fuck. We're going to put it out. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that was their, their way of thinking, but I, li- I like the cutter jib there. Mm-hmm. I like that. But Mar- that, that's what I
2: had Marketed as Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws, even though... The movie has no connection with the original or no, its sequels. No, no, no. Oh, and this answers our question: the cast was made up of non-union locals from Florida.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I guess that that was there. There, there it is.
2: Um, director Bruno Mattei used an English translator to talk to and direct the American cast members.
1: Yeah, that's not surprising.
2: The only connection with the Jaws franchise, other than the stolen footage, is Peter Binkley. Binkley. Who has a writer credit in this movie.
1: That's right. I seen he had a credit in uh, on this because he wrote the original novel of Jaws. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Although
2: a- it was not intended to have a shark on set, there's still a leak that the crew had actually built a mechanical shark for the film, but ended up broken after multiple problems and there was no money left to build another shark. So the crew went without a shark.
1: Yeah, that's why I think there's a lot of stock footage of shark Mm -hmm. and, you know, shark stolen footage from other movies. Yeah, I could see that.
2: And the mafia and the bullying subplots in the film are actually deleted parts in the original 1974 Jaws novel. Yeah. And were later inspired in this film.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense because I did definitely remember, I thought I remembered a a mob plot in the, the original Jaws book. That's all I got. Okay. Well, you got one of mine. The only other one I had is the character of Dag, which is uh, the Hulk Hogan lookalike. He had two other credits, Shadow Warriors 1 and 2. These movies had Hulk Hogan in it. Was he like a... Now, that's what got me curious, because I'm like, I am going to look into this guy, because maybe he has something to do with Hulk Hogan. And I didn't go really deep into this, but apparently... He was noticed by the WWF uh-huh. and he actually did some stuff with Hulk Hogan because they looked so much alike and he did a few things in the you know wrestling like where they had a Hogan double or something like that even though this guy's like shorter than Hulk Hogan I think by because I think this guy's my height oh. but Hogan is like six seven or something. Yeah, he did some stuff with the WWF. He was supposed to be. There was this TV show Hogan did called Thunder in Paradise, and he was going to get this guy work. Mm-hmm. It's like Hogan's uh, body double, stunt double, mm-hmm. you know, there, but that show got canceled before that could happen. So, he, you know, he put him in his movies and everything and did some work with him over the years, like that, as, uh, in the Shadow Warriors and whatever. And from what little bit I heard is what i read this article i read was in not like the sun sentinel it's a south florida paper and this article was right around 2006 and i dug up a little bit more and he said that they said that the last i think i seen the guy he works at the airport in florida he's like a oh. security uh, person down there now mm. you know so i don't know if he does any more stuff as far as hulk hogan's concerned because i think hulk hogan's pretty much retired from wrestling i'm not sure but, yeah, I mean, that's what I was able to find out because, like I said, when I seen that, that got me curious because he, he does, he looks a lot like Hulk Hogan.
2: Even his bald spot is yeah. in the same yeah. spot as Hulk Hogan. Yeah,
1: he's got like a reverse mohawk yeah. thing, kind of like Hogan does. Oh, we don't need your opinion on cruel jaws, Sabrina. <laughs> You're very opinionated. I mean, that's really all I had. I mean, it just got me curious. I mean, like I said, I didn't do too much of a deep dive into this Richard Duke guy, but I thought that was pretty interesting that mm-hmm. he was um, that a little bit more connected to uh, Hogan than I thought he was. But like I said, that ends the trivia, what little bit there was. And I guess I'm going to go to Sherry for her final thoughts on yeah.
2: Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. All right. Um, Cheesy. Yes. But it's so cheesy you have to love it. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like I knew we were going to really laugh our asses off doing this podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep.
2: I mean it it moves really quick. I mean it's not that long. I think it's an hour 37 or Yeah, around that. hour 35, hour
1: 37. Seven. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. When you said you were going to do this cuz it's you know, it's going to hit the month of July. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So I was like, what? When you announced this one, I was like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> well, my point of, like I said, I think I even said it earlier this year when we started the new year, I was wanting to try to do other stuff outside of more popular films. I wanted to pepper in some more cult films well, this is and definitely- various other kind of things. And, I'm, and that's kind of what I want to do. I don't mind doing stuff. I enjoy doing stuff, say, like... Um, More well-known films like Friday the 13th or things like that. But I do enjoy doing things like this too, which are more cult, Mm -hmm. obscure
2: films. Yeah. So, yeah. And I thought, you know, CJ, he, I mean, he wasn't the fakest looking shark he could have been. I think the only thing about him was like there was no mouth movement. That he was just like a model.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And he didn't, you, there was no like chomping, like it would, he would just come up out of the water with somebody and they would just be like
1: a, a dummy
2: in his mouth.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't argue with that. I mean,
2: I've seen worse.
1: What, you mean shark movies?
2: Well, yeah. Or any kind of like, you know, killer, you know, animals killing or sci-fi movies that you see on the Siffy sci- channel.
0: CIFI. <laughs> yeah,
1: I will grant you that. I had more entertainment value out of this movie than a lot of sci-fi mm-hmm. short movies. I will give you that. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I thought the acting was, you know, whatever. Community Not,
1: theater. Yeah. Acting. Well, it yeah. said locals. Yeah, well, there you go.
2: But I, I've actually seen worse acting in some movies. I have too. So I won't bash him too much over that. But. Well,
1: as I said, some of these weren't even actors. Like that Richard Dew guy. Yeah. He wasn't even an actor. They just seen him on the beach and i guess i was like you want to be in a movie i guess a uh, brother you want to be in a movie you know hulkamania and i can't help but think that he wasn't cast because he did a lot of hulk hogan of course and it would fool people to think hey the hulk hulksters, yeah, hulk in, and this hulkster's in this movie so yeah
2: i just I, I just wanted him to do the old hulk movie where move where he comes back
1: yeah where he shakes after, and, yeah. yeah after he's back. Well, I was waiting on him to do, like, the, the Hulk Hogan had his finishing move, like, the leg, leg so, drop, yeah. and, like, he leg dropped a shark and <laughs> killed it. That's what I was waiting on, but that didn't happen, unfortunately. That, damn. Yeah, I know. That was a missed opportunity, <laughs> if there ever was one, because Hulk Hogan always had that finishing move where he had somebody, else, and then he'd jump up in the air, and his leg drop over their chest, yeah. and then he'd cover them and pin them. <laughs> didn't happen with Cruel Jaws. else else he could leg drop cruel jaws and this movie would have been over but oh well (laughs) alas it did not
2: maybe next time maybe next time but yeah i enjoyed it i you know it was fun to i think we we watched it on friday night
1: uh yeah we watched it or we
2: watched it thursday night no we we watched it friday and saturday
1: yeah we watched it a couple times for the podcast
0: yeah yeah yeah, something like that trying to
2: get a little bit of watchings under our belt yeah yeah because I, I knew I needed to watch this one several times because I didn't know it at all. And mean, there's so much going on in it. Well, so that's like, that's really? one
1: thing that really caught me about watching this again is how much plot there is and, in and this movie. And it goes nowhere. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I can't disagree with that either.
2: But oh well, I forgive it. Yeah. It <laughs> want to do a rating?
1: Oh yeah, uh, I guess um, out of one to ten... Sharks, I guess we'll do it like that on this one. Shotguns or shotguns, or yeah, <laughs> one
2: to one, what? One, one to ten? ten sharks, one to ten sharks. Jeez. hmm. I actually don't want to go too low because I don't think it really deserves that. No, I mean, like, no. I, I mean, it's too cheesy and too good to,
1: yeah, it's a fun movie. I
2: give it a six. About six, that's that's yeah. not bad reading, yeah, that's
1: not bad reading. Okay, so, but that's all you got to say on Cruel Jaws? Nah. That's your final thing? Yep. I mean, I, I can start out by saying I'm a huge fan of Italian kind of rip-off exploitation films. I mean, I've been a huge fan of those over the years, like the rip-offs like uh, The Bronx Warriors <laughs> and things like that. So, I have a lot of affection for these kinds of movies, and this one's really no exception to the rule. It's uh, it's just good trashy Italian rip-off shark exploitation stuff. Mm -hmm. Is really all it is. I mean, it's just uh, God. It's so incredibly dumb that you can't help but enjoy it. And it's like you say, it's filled with cheesy dialogue and just stolen footage from other shark movies. I mean, literally, just I lost count after a little bit. I was trying to count it, but then I just like, no, I can't do this. Bruno Mattei is a filmmaker that I have a love-hate relationship with <laughs> because on one hand, I enjoy the movies of his I've seen. I, I mean, like Shocking Dark is such a ripoff of Terminator and Aliens. Oh, it's I've not seen not that poster. Fun. Oh my gosh. It is. And it is such a rip-off. But I love that movie.
2: He's even holding a gun like Terminator.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, it's a, it's, I mean, literally the lines of dialogue lifted from Aliens and Terminator in mm-hmm. a movie like this one was. It's so rip-off cinema, but I like it. I don't know. I should not like it. I should bash against it. It's like, how dare you just literally blatantly rip this stuff off. <laughs> but I can't help it. I like Robo War. It is so bad. It's like a bad Predator knockoff, but I love that movie. It's so, so, so bad. Uh, but I, I'm going to agree with you on a lot of accounts here. The movie is entertaining. I mean, it's a—it's just, uh, I've always said at the end of the day, I uh, entertaining movie. I don't care if it's a bad movie as long as I'm entertained by it. And I don't feel like this movie is nothing more than we're just going to give you some stuff for an hour and a half and just kick back and have fun with it. <laughs> That's all this is. This is what I call the atypical pizza and beer movie. And
2: let's see how many people CJ can eat.
1: This is a movie. Yeah, there you go. It's like I said, this is a movie. You get your friends together mm-hmm. on a Saturday evening, pop this Blu-ray in, <laughs> have you some pizzas and beers or the uh, medical marijuana of your choice. I, you notice I said medical. Your I friends
2: You're friends with a sense of humor.
1: Yeah. People that will just enjoy this kind yeah. of schlock
2: because that's really what this
1: is shocky cheese (laughs) they dip their
2: chips in it
1: (laughs) yeah don't go into this expecting great acting
2: nope
1: or even great storytelling because you will not get either in this movie
2: i just love that it was like from the acting it was just you got a lot of humor from that yeah and a lot of laughs
1: yeah and yeah i mean and that's it i don't know if it was intentional laughs but it was laughs I don't know. There's not a lot more I can say about this movie outside of that. If you're in the mood for a just good, cheesy, fun time, pick this Blu-ray up if you can find it. I think it's out of print now. Oh, is it? I think it's out of print.
2: I saw some copies on eBay.
1: Uh, Yeah, and I do believe it's out of print. Thankfully, I got my copy of it.
2: I love the poster.
1: Yeah. But I think you can still watch the film. I think it's on, I think I even said it earlier, it's on Tubi. And I think it was on Amazon Prime at one time. I'm not sure if it's still there. You know, like I said, if you can't find a Blu-ray, there are places to watch it. Mm -hmm. You know, but I'm just going to say, let me, I I guess I've always summed it up like this. If you like, if you love Jaws, but you've watched Jaws too many times. (laughs) And you're like, I want to watch Jaws, but I want to watch... Something that's not like Jaws. Something more to the side of Jaws. the
2: crackhead Jaws. (laughs) Yeah, I want to
1: watch Jaws' Slow Brother. This is the movie that you watch right here. (laughs) Like, I look at Jaws as like a full course meal of like, you know, very fine foods. This is just a cheeseburger and french fries and soda. Or the appetizer. Yeah, this is like the... um, uh one of the uh, dollar menu meals at uh any store that you go to <laughs> this isn't fine cuisine that's really what i would say this movie is and i enjoy it so I, I highly recommend it i'm gonna do as far as my shark rating i'm gonna go into one of my other ratings filmmaking acting and everything otherwise this movie might get a four <laughs>
2: a four
1: yeah on filmmaking and and everything oh yeah entertainment value i'm gonna go with an eight on this one that's a high rating because this movie is highly entertaining four if you're looking for stuff on uh plot acting and everything it's only gonna get a four so don't expect much but if you're looking for (laughs) entertainment it's an eight solid eight all the way across the board (laughs) because i said i truly love this movie it's just so much fun to watch i mean it's just literally so much fun uh last i guess that's oh god i, I guess that's going to kind of wrap it up on cruel jaws i do want to do some more bruno <laughs> Mattei films at some point oh, though
0: no.
1: i mean maybe shocking Dark we can do at some point <laughs> i don't know i think i'm going to wait a while on that i want to put some runaway between us and another <laughs> bruno Mattei film because i don't know if i want to do another one so soon but maybe at some point in time we will do another uh, Mattei <laughs> film But like I said, unfortunately, that's going to wrap up the Cruel Jaws portion of the podcast. Oh, I'm
2: sad. Yeah,
1: I know. I'll tell you're devastated. (laughs) But uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to go into some classier films. Do we use classier? (laughs) What we're going to do here is we're going to do, I'm not going to say our favorite films from ninety five, nineteen ninety five. 1995
2: i just they're not my favorite i just chose but
1: some good films from this year to pick out mm-hmm. if you saying okay cruel jaws broke me i need to watch <laughs> something a little more mainstream yeah here's some films for you and i got my five here now i will say this though my number one film on here is my favorite film of that year
2: my me too okay i'm um, gonna go from five up yeah,
1: that's what i'm doing here but do you want to do some honorable mentions first i or did you, too or do you want to wait till after we've done our five
2: i was just gonna do them afterward. okay yeah. we'll do that afterwards. i did too yeah
1: okay all right well i will let you start and you throw your number five out
2: number five is dangerous Minds.
1: that's the michelle pfeiffer movie mm-hmm. oh yeah where she uh, where she goes, goes in.
2: into the school that's you know there's lots of gangs you know stuff going on and you know these are delinquent kids that she has to go in and try to teach
1: yeah I like the other version of that movie called High School High instead <laughs> yeah I know I've I seen Dangerous Minds but it's been so long I don't remember I think it, I no only one. saw it once I only seen it to one yeah, time yeah but I
2: did enjoy it
1: I like the High School High version of uh, that instead where john lovitz goes into the school in the hood and and everything and that's uh, very funny but that's the one that had the coolio song in it, Yep. right yeah gangster paradise gangster's paradise god that's or 95
2: amish paradise oh
1: yeah i like that version too much more oh uh, god that's weird that that was 95 yeah i didn't realize that that mm-hmm. was 95 yeah
2: This year when I was looking at the list there was no it wasn't a year that was like a lot of the same kinds of movies it was just kind of scattered stuff.
1: Oh yeah okay so that's pretty much your number five. Mm -hmm. Okay my number five is Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. The first uh, Tales from the Crypt movie from the uh, TV series. This one is a movie that is uh, it's really kind of hard to explain. It's uh Basically kind of a zombie movie with demons. Billy Zane is in it. He's like the head head demon in the movie. Yeah. Who's after this. It's like uh, some kind of cross thing. It's got the blood of Christ in it. And and everything is something along those lines. It's a really cool movie.
2: I remember, you know, seeing stuff for it, but I didn't didn't ever see it. I mean, it's
1: actually one I've been planning to rewatch again here soon because it's been probably about somewhere between five to ten years since I watched it but it's got um, just it's got that you know how you watch Tales from the Crypt the show it's got that nice little blend of humor and horror to it and that's this movie's got that too this is they did two Tales from the Crypt movies and this is probably the best one of the two just a fun horror movie solid acting good gore effects And it's just one that kind of seems to have fallen under the radar as time goes on. And I do like to recommend it to people once in a while just to kind of put it back out there. I don't know. It's like I said, I don't really want to give a whole lot away on this one in case people haven't seen it because I said it is kind of under the radar, but I would say this is one to look out for. I think it's got a good little Blu-ray release right now, which I probably should actually pick up. But I'm going to go with that. That's uh, my number five. It'll be Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. And yeah. I guess we will bounce it over to you for the number four
2: Congo.
1: Oh, God, I one.
2: love Congo. That was
1: 95, too. D- How many times have you seen this one?
2: Congo, I saw a lot back in the day. I oh, haven't boy. seen it in years. Oh, really? You know, I intend to do it on a podcast sometime. Oh, okay. It so, was on my list.
1: So you don't want to go too deep no. into this one? Mm-mm. Um I I have to admit I don't remember a whole lot about the movie. I I've read the book a number of years ago. I remember I liked the book, but the movie I can't remember a whole lot about for some reason.
0: Natural
1: Yeah, we got a little girl with sniffles in here.
0: Papa.
1: You're fine. Yeah, we got a little sneezing girl in here. But she <laughs> she's like her daddy. She gets colds a great deal and sinuses. But so, uh, number four for you will be Congo. 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 Yes, yeah. yeah, like I said, I, I haven't seen that one in a while. Okay, my number four is a film from 95 called The Hunted. Hunted. With Christopher Lambert. Now, here's the funny thing about this movie. The first time I seen this movie in the theaters, I hated it. I was just like, this isn't a good movie. I did not like it. And then some something i caught it on cable tv a few years later it just kind of came on one evening or something when i was at home and i just had it on and i was just kind of sitting down doing something i started watching it and i was like wait a minute this ain't that bad of a movie what was <laughs> what the fuck was i thinking maybe it just it was a movie you want you ever watch something that maybe caught you on the wrong day or yeah, something you just, and then you your watch your headspace space le- is yeah. not
2: the right place yeah
1: and that's what happened with this movie i think but basically this movie is about I guess Christopher Lambert's like a businessman who is in Japan All on right. a business trip. He meets this woman. They end up having this kind of fling. You find out that this woman has done something like as far as these, I guess, kind of ninjas of, of some kind. Right. And what this was is she knew this was going to be her last night alive because they were coming to kill her. So she hooks up with Christopher Lambert and has that last night. And the ninja takes off his mask and so he can, she can see him. And then he cuts her head off and kills her. Oh. But Lambert just happens to be coming back because he left something at her apartment. And then he sees this ninja's face, which he shouldn't have. Whoops. So really what happens is Lambert ends up being chased through Japan. And these ninjas are trying to kill him. And the only protection he has is this samurai and his sister who are enemies of this ninja. Uh Uh-oh and it all kind of culminates where there's this big battle between the samurai and the ninjas and lambert is there to kind of try to help out it's a really kind of good movie it's um not the greatest movie you'll ever watch but it's one of those movies i kind of call just a fun little saturday sunday afternoon watch you know you just sit down pop it on and just have a lazy day and watch it I always enjoyed this movie after that, after I watched it in my initial, after my initial hating of it, and I I sit down and rewatch it from time to time, like, yeah, this is a solid movie. Nothing spectacular, you Mm -hmm. know, but I always, I I do like it, and I always try to recommend it to people. I mean, I have the Blu-ray of it in there, and it's a beautiful-looking movie. I mean, it's shot really well, just a great-looking movie, and I think the guy that made this movie is the guy who wrote Pretty Woman.
0: Oh, Lord. Of all things, yeah,
1: which is very strange to me when I think about that. Very (laughs) different. Yeah, very different. But like I said, The Hunted with Christopher Lambert. That is my number four, and I say find it and check it out and enjoy it. And uh, there you go. That's my four. And what is your number three?
2: Mortal Kombat.
1: Oh, wow. God, that is. um, I
2: loved it because I played the game a lot, so it was really awesome when you, you got to bring your characters alive on film.
1: Oh God! I totally forgot that that was ninety five. The
2: ones in between, I didn't care too much for, but this last one that came out, I loved. I absolutely. Oh, loved the
1: them. most recent Mortal yes. Kombat. Yeah, the one that didn't have a, a Mortal yeah, a Kombat tournament. tournament in yeah, that <laughs> they was. They
2: never quite made it to the tournament. That
1: is so weird. But yeah, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Co- yeah, I really love the original Mortal Kombat yeah, movie. Yeah, I do it's, too. Because I, like, I had the sound. I think I still got the soundtrack on CD. Mm-hmm because i love the soundtrack to it i just love how it starts with the
2: mortal
0: combat
2: fatality
1: yeah and then the, that that music comes on and you're just like that bait that, that started that movie basically tells you sit down bitch and watch this movie <laughs> that's what that movie that's what that does and i really love that um the movie had god now i have to admit i haven't watched it i don't even time. remember
2: who was in it
1: I remember Ms. Pete Sampras was in it. Uh, Bridget Wilson, she played Sonia Blade. She yeah. married that tennis guy, Pete Sampras. Yeah. The one girl from one of the James Bond movies, License to Kill, I can't remember her name in it. She was in it. And um, I can't remember who. Oh, Christopher Lambert's in that movie. He plays Raiden. So we got Christopher Lambert back on yeah. here. Yeah, he's yeah. Raiden. <laughs> yeah. God, I need to watch that again, actually. that has been loved a while. It. I um, loved it.
2: I was, I was really into playing that game, which, you know, my mom ragged my ass all the time because... That was a very
1: popular game. I, it was
2: very kind of vicious. Yeah. And my mom just couldn't stand the yeah. when the fatality scenes. Fatality. And I always seemed to have a talent for killing. Oh. I was awesome. really good at it.
1: Well, I don't need to be sitting down to hear that. I'm not surprised by that. When
2: I was dating my ex-boyfriend, because I was also played this, um, loved this game called Tekken.
1: Yeah, I remember that game, too. And
2: they're actually coming out with a show or something, a movie. I've heard that
1: they've been trying to do a movie of that for years. Yeah, probably. and I hadn't
2: played Tekken. And I think that was a PlayStation game. And I had never really played. I went from Genesis, and then I didn't play until I started dating him. He played PlayStation. Mm-hmm so he would play Tekken all the time and him and his friends would make fun of me because I couldn't play it. And you you have hidden skills that each kind of like Mortal Kombat. They each have their fatality move. And I always picked this one guy and I couldn't play it. And it would make me so mad that they would laugh at me and make fun of me. Mm. And, I, when he was at work, I perfected. Yeah. I just played, 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 played until, and I didn't tell him that I played and yeah. I had gotten really good. Yeah. And I was like, I want to play you one night and whatever. And he was like, okay. You know, yeah, he was yeah. just like, yeah. dummy, you're you're lose. I kicked his fucking ass. Oh, there you go. And I like, I got better with that character than he was with it. Yeah. But I did. I love those fighting kind of games. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't played any of those kinds of games in years. Oh, so I, I,
2: don't... I, my eyes being on the computer all the time. I can't take.
0: Oh. I, I can't be...
2: take the games. I loved Halo, in the two thousands. I played Halo, all the time. But I just can't. I just like my concentration has gotten really bad yeah. over the years, well, yeah. and my eyes just can't handle those bright colors and. All that kind of stuff.
1: (laughs) Well, I can understand that. I was
2: on Christmas vacation one time, and I played Halo for nine hours straight. Until my eyes are, like, blurry.
0: Yeah, you can... Yeah.
2: It gave myself a headache. I thought I blinded myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I used to play them like that when I was a kid, so I I can totally relate to that. So... Mortal Kombat is your number three. Yeah. Well, as I said, I totally forgot that that was a 95. God, it's so weird that that movie was a 95. I know. But, yeah. Uh, Okay. I guess my number three is going to be Die Hard 3 or Die Hard with a Vengeance. And to me, this is probably the last good die hard movie because they did two more after this that, that just weren't good yeah uh, particularly the fifth one the fifth one was like the worst film i seen that year um the fourth one is i like it okay it's not great but this one right here was just it's it's the last die hard movie where uh, john mcclain the bruce willis character seemed like he was an actual human being Cause he could be hurt, and he was like bleeding and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think my problem with the last two movies is he came almost like a superhero where he wasn't really ever hurt that badly. The previous movies, he he was getting hurt like really bad, and you could see it. Yeah. It made him more human and more relatable. But this one right here involves these terrorists who are basically looking to rob Fort Knox or like gold from New York. And they're sending Bruce Willis who ends up hooking up with a character played by Samuel Samuel Jackson. They're going around having to solve these riddles and try to figure out what these terrorists want. And it's just, it's a fun action movie. It's like I said, it's probably the last of the good Die Hard movies. And it's... It's one I've actually kind of pushed some people to watch, Uh, particularly here in recent times, since we've kind of heard, you know, Bruce Willis and his uh, health issues that kind of came to light, uh, came to light in recent times.
2: He just retired.
1: Yeah, he he retired a little while back. I don't know. The Die Hard series is just like I said, the first three movies you can't go wrong with. They're just all three of them are great. But this one was a big movie that year. And I remember going to the theater and watching it a few times. And I just had so much fun watching it. Good uh, performances all the way around. Good villains in that movie too. Just some good action set pieces in this movie also. So like I said, I can highly recommend Die Hard. Die Hard 3 or Die Hard with a Vengeance. Because as I said, it was definitely to me one of the best films of that year. And I really enjoyed it. But that is my number three. And what is your number uh, two? Braveheart. Oh yeah, I love Braveheart. Love me some Braveheart. Yeah, that was brute. Was that no? That wasn't Mel Gibson's first directorial film. He directed one other film before that, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that was his second directorial film. Mm-hmm. And so good. Yeah. That now did that movie win Best Picture of that year? I I think remember. so, but I'm not too I sure. I can't remember because I just remember when I went and seen it. I seen it like opening day.
0: I never and saw that in
1: the out. theater. Oh, I, I... wish I had. I don't know. That was just one of those movies. Have you ever just seen... There was a certain movie you just look at, like, I gotta go see that on the big screen. Last, know, of Mohicans. Last of Last of the yeah. And Braveheart was one of those for me. Mm-hmm. So but you, so you didn't see it in the theater. Why'd you see it on video the first
2: mm-hmm. time? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
1: Well, what about the movie did you like, exactly? Well,
2: I have Scottish blood. I have Scottish and Irish yeah. in me. So I was, like, interested in the Scottish... Culture and history. The history of it and everything.
1: Yeah, I know I did hear that this movie is very loosely true, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, Mm -hmm. the story's still still good. It's still a good story. I know it really showed me, well, even the previous film Mel Gibson directed, he directed a film called Man Without a Face.
2: Yeah, I remember
1: that. That's really good, and even that movie, you could tell that he was a very good film director. And Braveheart kind of cemented that because he mm-hmm. was having to direct battle scenes. Mm-hmm. That he, you know, he was having to direct himself in battle scenes yeah. and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Braveheart to me, that's just a amazing movie. The
2: battle scenes are amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, it's. Um, I loved how how it didn't really end on a happy note nope exactly mm-hmm. and but that was it's what
2: ju- it's that typical movie where you're fighting for your freedom and, and you don't it you, sometimes to, you to, sacrifice your life
1: yeah for for that for, freedom, the ba- for the, the greater freedom. thing that's the one thing that i do remember about that because that was like a summer movie that came out like in the summer at the time and mm-hmm. you usually didn't see movies with kind of more downbeat endings that came out during the yeah. summer Mm-hmm. and that was one of them so yeah I mean I, I can't disagree with Braveheart I thought Braveheart was great I, in some ways I wished I'd seen it on the big screen more than once I only went to one time mm-hmm. to see it and I wish I'd seen it more but yeah oh yeah I mean I can't argue with that one so that is your number two mm-hmm. okay well my number two is actually another Bruce Willis movie that came out that year and it's called 12 Monkeys And this movie has a Bruce Willis, Madeline Stowe, and Brad Pitt. And this movie starts out in the future. And Bruce Willis is, I guess, kind of like a convict in the future. And what happens is he's offered the chance, because to stop this plague, (laughs) that's going to happen. He is sent into the past, to present day. But as the movie goes along, you know, he's caught and he's put like in a mental institution. And then you start to get the idea that maybe he's crazy. Maybe he isn't from the future. He's, you know, all that that he thought was true isn't true. And then the movie kind of goes like it for a little while. Now, I don't want to go into... The whole plot mechanics of this movie. I would prefer people to watch this one. That's mm-hmm. why I'm kind of recommending it. Let's just say there's a few little twists and turns this thing goes on. You know, Brad Pitt's character kind of plays into some things that doesn't turn out to be accurate, too. But this is a movie. Uh, Terry Gilliam directed it from Monty Python. This, for me, is one of Bruce Willis's best performances in a movie to me. I mean, he's just... He's a character... He's kind of very a sad character at times, but there's these little bursts of happiness when he just sees certain things that he's never seen before and mm-hmm. just little things like that. It's just like little touches that I really like about this movie and how the ending kind of comes to a full circle thing that I really liked. So this is one that I do recommend strongly, not only for the performances, but if you like kind of good, smart science fiction this is you know this one doesn't have ray guns and all this kind of stuff in it but it's just good fun smart sci-fi and i highly recommend it for that but definitely check out 12 monkeys and that's my number two so you got your uh number one here
2: yep and this one is probably my most liked one of this year but it's also on my probably top 20 yeah. of all time oh okay that would be Clueless.
1: Oh, yeah. I love Clueless, but, oh, but, but, love but, go, Clueless. R- but go right into it. Yeah, what was it about that? She loves maybe I is just
2: there's a big part of me that actually she was more me in my 20s. Really, That's I wasn't like her in high school. Like I wasn't like the popular, you know, Mm -hmm. I had a group of friends, but I wasn't what you consider popular. Yeah. I became more like her with the clothes and the hair and everything in my 20s.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
2: Well, I think it was just because my dad was very strict with us. So when I got out on my own, I kind of got a little bit more doing things I had never done before.
1: Oh, yeah, I could see that. And you probably had more money yeah. to be able to do that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that makes sense.
2: But I think this movie is just that, despite her being such a ditz, really kind of like um, <laughs> not in sync with other people, you know, like what, like unpopular people. She just didn't, but she wasn't mean, really. No, no. There were she, meaner girls in the movie. There
1: was an innocence to yeah. Alicia Silverstone's yeah. character. What was yeah. her name Cher? Cher,
2: Cher. yeah. Cher, yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: There was an innocence to her. Mm-hmm. Because I just loved certain things like where she was doing her driving thing uh, and she kept hitting the car. <laughs> should,
2: should I leave a note? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Just stuff like that. She, she was just a, a very innocent. My bad. Of, yeah, yeah. Very innocent. <laughs> very innocent. Yeah. God, that was uh, Paul Rudd, was in it. Paul Rudd was in it. Yeah, that was like one of his first movies, or one. Of his mm-hmm. And it movies.
2: had what's the girl that died?
0: Oh, oh, you know what I'm talking about. God, I know exactly she who died. you're talking
1: about because she did the voice of uh, that one character on King of the Hill. To
0: what? Yeah. God, what
1: was her name? I cannot. remember. I know who you're talking about, but I cannot remember her name. It's, it's just it's, left it's, it's totally, Yeah, it did me too. But I know who you're talking about. It'll come to me after we stop recording. <laughs> But, yeah, that... I don't know. I love Clueless. I remember going to the theater to see Clueless when it came out. And I laughed so hard. It's at so good. Stuff. Yeah, it's just... It's one of those movies that is just completely just fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, there's... And everybody's so good in it. I think Alicia Silverstone, that was like one of her first, that was like her first movie or one of her first movies. I think yeah. she might have done maybe one or two mm-hmm. little movies before that.
2: She got really popular during that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Oh, no, she did that movie, The Crush.
2: The cru- I thought it was The Babysitter or The Crush. Yeah. The maybe it with, was The, the Crush. The one yeah. with uh,
1: Carrie Elways who we talked about earlier in Cruel yep. Jaws. Uh, uh, the, we have Bargain Basement cru- uh, Carrie <laughs> Elways <and>, uh, <laughs> You know, she was, was cool
2: in Aerosmith's um, video with that's Liv where Tyler. She, that's
1: where she became popular. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Oh, I forgot all about that. But yeah, that's it. But, yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with you on clues. I could uh, watch
2: this movie every day. I love it so much. It's
1: it's a, it's a very good movie. Because I remember they did a TV show of it that was on for a long time.
2: Yeah, it's it lasted longer than I thought it would.
1: Yeah, because I think that TV show was it, on at least five yeah, five it, to seven it years. It kind of
2: just ran its well, course, yeah. Well, I
0: mean,
1: yeah. yeah, as most TV shows, you know, mm-hmm. they run their course after a while. But I remember the TV show was on for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that is your uh, number, number one. That's your number one. And
2: I, can I just do... Oh, you're going to do your number I'm gonna one. I'm going to do magic. my number
1: one and then we'll throw out a couple of our honorable mentions. Okay. Mansions. Okay, my number one is the movie Heat with uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, Ashley Judd. Mm. It's a michael mann film yet again because i think in one of our lists i picked collateral as my favorite film of that year and that's a michael mann film and once again heat was a movie i seen opening day this was a very anticipated movie for me Mm -hmm. at the time that it was coming out i was i was counting down the days to that cast yeah (laughs) it's an exceptional movie and i went and seen the movie i walked out it's one of those movies. I walked out, and if I would have had the time that day, you I, would have, see it again? I would have literally bought another ticket and went, went right back. Went. Yeah, it was like it's a movie. It's like three hours long, mm. but it's just this epic story about this criminal and this cop, that's trying to find him. And you see their lives, and you see how he's trying to track this guy down. And I mean, really, when you look at the movie, it's not exactly plot heavy but the characters move the story forward
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the actors and everybody is great in it everybody is great in this movie i could i could just dote on about this movie for hours i'm trying to keep it condensed <laughs> down as much as i can got an amazing shootout in the middle of this movie it was just by the time you hit that shootout in the movie you're so scared for these people even the bad guys you don't want to die Mm-hmm. because you're already so invested in them that you get to know their lives and you kind of get to know, while they're bad guys about what they do, they're not bad people for the most part. They right. just, they're just they like human. They have their problems. Mm-hmm. So by the time you hit this shootout, you don't want any of them to die. Yeah, you're kind of attached to them. Yeah, you're kind of attached to them. There are very few false notes in this movie that hits. You know, some movies aren't perfect and everything, and this one ain't perfect either. I mean, there's very few false notes, but... The actors just across the board, really, the acting and the directing and the script is just top notch. I mean, like I said, I just mentioned a few of the actors, in it, but you have other ones. Natalie Portman's in this movie. Let's see here. Ted Levine. You might know him as uh, Buffalo uh, Bill from uh, Silence of the Lambs. He's yeah. in it. Uh, Danny Trejo, Machete. He is in it. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's just, it's such an amazing movie. It's just an amazing movie. They don't make them like this anymore. I mean, when I've really thought about this movie, it's all blockbuster superhero movies and this kind of thing. You don't have these kinds of epic three hour movies that are just about crime and the people that do the crime, you know, mm-hmm. the crime and the cops are after them. But like I said, an amazing movie, an exceptional movie. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen this movie, go get it. You can get the Blu-ray cheap the blu-ray is probably 25 and 10 bucks you can get it cheap wow. or uh, wherever you can find it watch it point being and if you haven't seen it you're gonna be in for a treat with this one but that is my number one and and heat just a, an exceptional movie to me exceptional okay you want to throw out some of your honorable mentions i'm
2: just gonna mention both of them go right ahead. um first night richard gear um, Sean oh. Connery and the, blonde, the the girl from um, Legends of the Fall with the long hair.
1: Julia Ormond. Julia
2: Armand, yeah. yeah. It's kind of the, what's the? King Arthur. Lancelot. Yeah, and and King Arthur, Lancelot, and
1: um, um, oh God.
2: Guinevere. Guinevere, yeah. It's kind of a take on that, yeah. but it was really good. I enjoyed it.
1: I remember that. I remember going to the theater to see that one mm-hmm. because I was a big fan of Sean Connery. I was interested in watching him, you know, because he was playing King Arthur. I like First Night a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good movie for what it is. But I do prefer, uh, they made a movie called Excalibur. Yeah. Back in the mm-hmm. late 70s, early 80s it came yeah. out. That was and a better version. Yeah. I enjoyed that one more. But I thought First Night was actually a good movie. hmm I mean, I'm not a huge Richard Gere fan, but I think he was good in it mm-hmm. as well. It
2: was more of like a love triangle movie. Well,
1: Excalibur kind of had yeah. that aspect to it, yeah. too, also. Um, I think that's just part of the story. But, yeah, I could see that being a pick. I mean, that's one I have to admit I haven't watched in years. But mm-hmm. that might be one I need to revisit at some point just to kind of give it another look. But
2: And my second one is Tu Wong Fu. Oh, Patrick Swayze dressed up in drag. No,
1: I haven't seen that. No, I came love out. this movie. Yeah,
2: it would be interesting if it came out nowadays. Um, just see how the reaction just, would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be even more accepted. I now. think.
1: I think it would be more accepted. More now. accepted
2: because it's a little bit more common now. I think to accept, you know, men dressing like women.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: more of a cultural. More of a cultural thing now.
1: Yeah, and I remember I admired the actors who did that at the time because I imagine they might have got some blowback for mm-hmm. doing that because it was like Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I don't remember the whole cast, but I just what I just found funny is I know like Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes at the time were known for more doing action mm-hmm. films and stuff like that, and they yeah. went and did something like that. And I really admired them for that because I'm like, most action guys wouldn't have done that. An and
2: actor. it was actually a good movie. Yeah,
1: I remember when I watched it, I really enjoyed it. I, I I knew, I thought I would probably like it, but I have to admit I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And yeah, I really, yeah, I, I can understand that one too. I mean, that's kind of an out-of-the-box one right there to pick <laughs> because I totally forgot that that came out in 95. Yep, I
2: really enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So is that your list? That's my list. Uh, that's your yep. list. Okay, I got three honorable mentions okay. instead of two. My first one is Virtuosity, starring Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. This is there was this point in the mid '90s where there was a lot of these cyber mm. action horror movies because you yeah. had things that came out around that time, like Brain Scan with Edward Furlong, and you had The Net with uh, Sandra Bullock and stuff like that. And Virtuosity is basically an action movie where a I guess what you would call it kind of an android is filled with these personalities of these other serial killers. And Wesley and Denzel Washington is a criminal or cop who went after one of these and is taken out of prison to go track him down. Now this is just a fun B action movie is all this is definitely one worth watching if you can find it i'm not sure if it's still uh, it might be out of print or something like that but i'd say definitely check this one out if you can find it and my second one is mall rats
2: oh was that on there yeah i was going to do that one then it wasn't on this list when i looked at it yeah. again i would have picked that one
1: yeah i now mall rats i was wanting to i knew i was going to put it in here somewhere that's why i threw it down as an honorable mention. But, yeah, Mallrats, uh, the prequel to Clerks, and just... So good. Yeah, it's just a funny, <laughs> funny movie with so much going on in it. It's a movie that was a box office bomb at the time <laughs> it came out. It, but it definitely gained a cult following over the years. And as I actually became one of Kevin Smith's probably more popular movies, considering when it first came out, it did not do anything. Rats, like I said, Kevin Smith. If you haven't seen it, a f- extremely funny movie. So good, extremely funny movie. And my last one is a uh, Waterworld. Oh yeah, starring Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. Another film. A lot of people made fun of at the time because it was so the budget was so big, and mm-hmm. everybody deemed it a bomb and it didn't make money. But actually, the movie did make money. It cost a lot of money, but it actually did turn a profit. This movie is about when the world is actually where the polar ice caps melt and the whole world is just water. There's no dry land anymore. And everybody has to live on boats and atolls and stuff like that. And you have your villains, which is played by Dennis Hopper, and your hero, Kevin Mm -hmm. Costner. And basically, they're all looking for dry land. And this is basically a Mad Max knockoff, but it's a fun action movie Mm -hmm. Mad Max knockoff and it seems to have gotten more love over recent years than it got at the time of its release so it's like one of those films not that popular when it came out but now it's very popular but as i said that's my third one and it's like like i said a highly recommended movie to me um don't go in there expecting a classic but highly recommended (laughs) but okay well that uh is wraps up uh, the top fives and i guess what we're gonna do is we're gonna get ready to close everything down here contact the movie clinic at the movie clinic at uh, gmail.com as mm-hmm. a t-h-a not t-h-e uh any comments any requests feel free <laughs> or you can uh, comment to us on facebook
2: or the main website movieclinic.com
1: yeah movieclinic.com i mean if uh, like i said uh let us know what you think of Cruel Jaws. If you want to tell us to do more Matei films, we will do that. Begrudgingly, but we'll do that. <laughs> you just
2: want to cuss us out for yeah,
1: doing it. Yeah, for doing a Matei film. Like how dare you cover this movie? <laughs> you know, I expect better of you. Um, you can do that. You know, it's like I said, I mean, any comments, any thing you got. I mean, I'm very happy we got good numbers on the number of the podcasts we're doing. I Mm -hmm. greatly appreciate everybody who's been listening. Um, I don't know who you are, but I will (laughs) thank you right here, and I do appreciate it. But I guess what we're gonna do is we're going to uh, let Sherry tell you what we will be doing on the next episode.
2: I... because a lot of people would probably be like, why did you pick the second part of this movie? Okay. And not the first. Yeah. So I chose... 1991's Terminator
1: Two. Ooh, shocking dark.
2: <laughs> I think it's because when the original one came out, I was only like nine or so. So I watched the second one a lot more than the original. To be
1: specific, this is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Yes, from ninety one. Yes, yeah. yeah. So you like this one? Mm-hmm. This is okay. Yeah. Well, this is. Uh, I'm going. I can tip my hand right here on this one. This is a great movie yeah. uh, and a very, very great sequel too for that matter so yeah i'm looking forward to talking about this there's actually a lot to talk about with this movie too yes. so i'm definitely looking mm-hmm. forward to uh, jumping into this one but it's too bad you're not doing shocking dark but <laughs> like i said we probably don't need to do that right away yeah that's a little too much like i said that will be next time on the movie clinic podcast so like i said we're going a little classier next time <laughs> uh unfortunately but trust me i'll bring i'll take everything down a notch with my next one and everybody
2: remember this was david's choice
1: yeah this was david's choice so if you want (laughs) to if you want to blame somebody blame me sherry had nothing to do with this (laughs) but uh until next time i am david i'm sherry and we will talk to you again soon
2: bye bye